You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, it's Michael. And Jamie. And this week we are reviewing... It. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag scare Jamie's in full effect. No, it's not. We're done with it. <laughs> we didn't start yet. How are we done with it? What do you Hello, mean? Georgie. <laughs> we started. Hey, Jamie. You want to review it? It'll be real fun. <laughs> I have a boat for you. <laughs> Just that. That's all it took to scare oh, her. Oh, my chest. <laughs> and that was a reenactment of the entire movie viewing of It. That was Jamie. a sampling of her entire... It was a lot of that. Every reaction that she had. <laughs> even, the, <laughs> even small ones. Like, literally, ever, literally, the first scary scene, Jamie goes, I'm tired. <laughs> I want to go after, home. after, So what usually happens when I get scared is I get really tense and I relax. It's, it's like really a, exhausting. It's like a full okay? body contraction, it and then it released. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm bracing myself from all the terror. So we're gonna be reviewing it this week, along with a bunch of other things. Like we didn't review. Uh, speaking of horror movies, <laughs> we got another horror kind of thing to review, which is the Madoka spoilers we didn't talk about last I mean, week. Is there really horror? Yes, that anime is a horror anime. Call it magical girls if you want to on the surface, but below the surface, horror. I mean. No, uh, not, not horror. Not horror, right? Seriously, it's frightening. Yes, people lose heads in it and in Madoka. <laughs> just, oh, just say it. But yeah, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about uh, My Hero Academia this week. My Hero, My Hero, Madoka spoilers. We're going to talk about news of the week, and then we're going to be out. It's going to be a short podcast. We're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to do it this week, guys. Two hours. Let's go. You say that every time, it's never and then happen. it never happens. <laughs> This, this is the time. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Before we get into all that, let's get into iTunes reviews. We've got about four this week. With we one, do? Yeah, we got a lot. That's a lot. Why is that a lot? I, I think maybe there's a thing sometimes where you get a review and the number pops up. So I, I said we had 86 last week. Now we're at 88. I think maybe two of those reviews were from last week, but I didn't actually come up with my list yet. It's like a weird thing iTunes does. So you're blaming iTunes. I'm blaming the podcast app. It's really bad. Okay. <laughs> so it has like two stars in the iTunes reviews thing. Oh. oh damn. Yeah, it's bad. I, I. Uh, so we've got about four reviews and one re-review from our friend Chris from Uncanny Comic Cast. Hi, Chris. I was saying. Uncanny the, Comic the, Quest. The, 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 pod, the, pod, the freaking uh, podcast app is why you can't leave a review on this. <laughs> yeah, we're. <laughs> All right, let's get into it with classic Classy CS Wave. It's a five-star review. The subject is great podcast. Yeah. I was listening and I had a comment to say, I get the Sandlot reference and I'm black. So y'all are really playing yourselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why I mentioned Sandlot and no one else knew about it but me. But I don't know what that is. I don't, you, no one, you didn't yeah, see the James Earl Jones movie? I don't know what that is. It's a really good movie. 
at the end of it, the main character kid like literally runs from a, a Cujo kind of dog for like like the last like ten minutes. It's it's epic. I know. And it's dope because like he has like these like remember those Air Force sneakers where like mm-hmm. if you pump them yeah just, like, run faster I have two yeah. that's a plot point like he oh <laughs> like he pumps them and he's like it's made to make a kid run faster and jump higher and he literally is, like jumping fast oh, <laughs> jumping fast and jumping high whatever so they were sponsored by Nike <laughs> hopefully if they weren't they should have been. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he goes on to say, still great podcast. You guys have a great dynamic. I still miss the girl that cosplays as Vixen. Oh, that's Asia. Tell her I said, what's up? No shade to Jamie. <laughs> also, f- feel free to do a whole episode dedicated to Avatar, please. Certainly, he means the the blue people. Not the last airbender, right? No. <laughs> the movie movie? No, does, oh, is he talking about the cartoon? <laughs> oh, oh, oh see, I'm, the the movie. I'm okay with cartoon. I'm good yeah, with I'm, the cartoon, but yeah. not the movie. No. <laughs> no one's ever going to do that. It never existed. <laughs> In my mind, it didn't exist. No. Keep it rocking. Two black fist power signs. Thanks, classic CS wave. Uh, next review is KXDDY. Oh, that K- was Chris, right? No, that wasn't no. Chris. Oh, no, no, no. I think his name is actually Uncanny Comic Quest, but I think he's, I was saying for last. Oh, okay. Uh, KXDYY. The, it's a five-star review, and the subject is Everything is Perfect Vision. Aww. This podcast is great. I love listening to you guys and getting more in-depth, different perspectives on shows I love, especially with Game of Thrones and My Hero Academia. I'm not sure if you guys have watched or covered it, but Akame Gakil would be a show I like yes. to listen to you guys cover since it's so dark. Is that the gambling anime? No, Akame Gakil is not. But I've watched this, so yes, I heard your review. I'm going to make them watch it, and maybe we can review that too. What's it about? It's dark. I don't want to spoil anything. It's dark, but not as dark as Madoka. So it's like a supernatural thing? Like it's like like yeah. Sailor Moon? No, it's not a magical girl. Oh. But it's dark. Okay, well, he says... I need more than that. KVDYY, Instagram, plug me, winky face. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. P.S. I still ship Staia all the way. Who? Staia. S-T-Y-I-A. Oh, S-T-Y. S-T-Y. Staia? Staia? Maybe Stidia? Like Styles and Lydia? Is that maybe that's what he's trying to say? Oh, oh see, that's over my get head. Out. Yeah. <laughs> get out! <laughs> I hate get it. out! No. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I get the ship. I, I get the ship. At least I think that's what he's saying. Okay. Oh, assuming if that's what he's saying, I mean, look, I get why some people ship it. I'm gonna assume that the reason why because <laughs> I don't. A lot of times they're projecting their own fantasy of you know finally getting together with their like forever crush. I get it, but it's crush. It's not supposed to yeah. work. It's not supposed to happen. With all honesty, it works so much better that you became friend with someone that you've had crush for so long, someone whom you truly admire. It's it's better that way. They're never gonna be together. And they're not together. No, I agree. Yeah. Steric OTP. Steric. Yeah, anyway. Steric. What are we talking about? Oh, <laughs> is Team Wolf. Is that True Blood? Oh, Team Wolf. Right, 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 right. Love that show. Anyway, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Next review comes from Batman Fly One Two Three Four. Subject is huge fan and it's a five star review. Yeah. Hey guys, first off, I want to say I love all three of you. you. You guys play off each other's personalities perfectly. Hoping to listen to this podcast for a long time. If you guys haven't figured out what you're gonna do for a giveaway, we haven't. No, <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> Spoilers. Maybe the winner can be a guest on one of your podcasts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, the hundred like whoever wins the uh, hundred review giveaway. That'd be cool. Depends on where they live, though. Yeah, that too. Well, we could do Skype call is different. We'll Skype, Skype. Def- 
difficult. Well, we'll depending test. On we'll the... test a connection. Okay. I like that idea. That's kind of cool. Okay. Have like a guest fan on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> uh, long live the blurts. P.S. Mr. Prediction Head is never wrong. And Jamie, yes! <laughs> and Jamie, you're my favorite. <laughs> ah! Hey. <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, he even mentioned me. So. <laughs> well, do we need to? <laughs> oh, Your cold. name literally is in the podcast. Yeah, don't give me that. <laughs> well, I, I I've forgotten. I'm in the cold right now. <laughs> Our next review comes from Awesome Nick Zero Four. It's a five star review, and the subject is hashtag Scare Jamie. No! Yes. No! <laughs> I like this one. No. You. No. Yes, you reading this to see what people think about this truly amazing podcast. Shut up and listen, okay? Gosh, this podcast is great because you get to hear different perspectives because they are three hosts and doesn't shy away from racial geeky news. <laughs> also, I have a pitch for an Inhumans TV show. What happens is, is two astronauts land on the moon and eventually stumble upon the Inhumans. And one of the astronauts gets powers and he has to deal with his friends being jealous and him dealing with his powers. Okay. <laughs> better story? I mean, anything's better than... Yeah, yeah. anything's better. <laughs> I'd watch it. Put you to like uh, Marvel. See what happens. <laughs> and our last re-review comes from Chris at Uncanny Comic Quest. Five-star reviews. Uh, he says, fuck modifiers. <laughs> hey, Chris, come on. You know yeah. who this is. Hashtag scare Jamie. Evil face. No! <laughs> P.S. You know I love y'all. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Chris. That's two hashtag scare Jamies. We do one more. Yeah, oh, we, we need, need another one. one. No, but, okay, we did it already, okay? When we watched it, we came back and no. we watched. You're not listening. <laughs> we came back and we watched Autopsy of Jane Doe literally the day after, which was last night. No, not we no watched, it was the same. It was the same night. Yeah, same night. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about what we did last night. Oh. Because oh. last night we played Resident Evil 7 and also we were watching Wooji. Ouija, the origin of Ouji. evil. Ouji. Like I had way too much. I I couldn't sleep last night. Not enough. I, <laughs> I won't be satisfied until you're so scared. I'm like you were scared of Resident Evil Seven. I I was disappointed with that game. The it's game not, is interesting. Where are the zombies, man? Like, it's like when did I was we like, saw some? Not really. I mean, I was like, when did Resident Evil become the hills Silent have eyes? Hill. Silent, and Silent Hill, yeah, both definitely Silent Hill. The plot six. of Silent Hill and the the monsters of Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, even even six, even six, six wasn't that good. Six was a word. Six down was five. better than seven. So far, I still like six better than seven. I'm sorry. I thought you didn't, you mean five. I I played six too. Oh okay. Yeah, because six is just a word down five. Six yeah, was I'm, and I'm not. Right? Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the whole first person for Resident Evil specifically. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh yeah. really? I'm. I kind of like first person. I think it's an interesting change, but it doesn't feel like Resident Evil. No, at it all. doesn't. Like for an RPG, I'm good with it, but for Resident Evil, no, it's not. Why change? Don't fit if it's not broken. Don't fix it. But you know what was broken? They did fix it. Stephen King's It's. Let's talk about it. is cursed that all the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing an evil thing bill if you will come with me we'll float too George. i saw something a clown yeah i saw him too What happens when another Georgie goes missing? 
one of us. Are you just gonna pretend it isn't happening like everyone else in this town? If we stick together, we'll win. Jamie. That was a nice transition. You yeah, get, right? You get two points for that. All right. <laughs> well, you ruined this so good. Oh. <laughs> what a passing shot. You were so starving for the compliment, you just switched. You lost it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got compliment. <laughs> Makes you feel good. Uh-huh. <laughs> but let's talk about the remake to the 1999 mm. original movie 27 years later like the wait 1999 mm. didn't it come out in 1990 oh. no you said 99 oh well the, 1990 90. original remake that's when i was born yeah you were born in 90 yeah oh wow, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we had the same point <laughs> oh wow <laughs> but yes 27 years later much like pennywise himself well not true because in the origin in the original movie they claim that he comes every 30 years no it's 27 in the original movie they say every 30 years it's about 30 years but it's exactly 27 that was school me i got it in my notes <laughs> oh, okay whatever <laughs> but anyway i didn't see the original so i, I don't know <laughs> and that's like, interesting that you haven't seen the original so i, I definitely wouldn't hear what you thought about this movie as it is but me and jamie we watched the original <laughs> kind of as prep I've you watched before. half of it. I've seen the movie like like a bunch of times in my childhood. Oh, like, and I was never like I'll say it again on the podcast. I said it before when we watched the trailers, but I was never scared of the original It, and a lot of that had to do with Tim Curry's performance as Pennywise. <laughs> like he's more like a nineteen twenties. Yeah, he's like a nineteen twenties like mob mobster more than like a, a a demon. It's like a Chucky. Yeah, but bigger. Yeah, like Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like the special effects of it being like a TV web series didn't really do any favors. So I can say right off the bat that this is definitely a big step up in terms of oh, its geez. fear factor for me. So much better. Yeah, much better. But uh, let's do what we always do is talk about our individual thoughts, give it our ratings, and then we'll C-C-C. break it open for spoilers. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable let's start with jamie since we had to drag you to the theater <laughs> i feel like you were the most scared by this movie screaming. yeah <laughs> well, like, okay, almost so, literally <laughs> for some of you you may know so i heard my foot so i was limping and i was thinking maybe it's a good excuse for me to not to go <laughs> i was totally okay not watching it but no I, mean, I was taking a nap. They woke me. I, mean, I was limping my way into the theater. You don't have to stand for a movie. You can sit. So, <laughs> no excuses, Jamie. <sighs> Do it for the podcast. <laughs> I can definitely tell you that even before the midpoint of the movie, I got tired because there are a lot of points where I got really scared, and that itself is a huge difference between the original movie and the remake. Is the original movie even if I'm the person who gets really scared easily? There was nothing scary about it. Nothing. But then, overall, the characters were great. The spacing... Oh, no, not space. Pacing of the story was great. Just overall, the upgrade of Pennywise from that to... I didn't know that he was a brother of um, Eric Northman yeah. from True, uh, True Blood. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. This is Bill Skarsgård. He's... And uh, uh, Dr. Selvig from the Thor movies, that's their father. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's like the whole family's whole not family. serious <laughs> about this industry. Um, it was really fun. Like this is 
one and only movie that I can say that was really scary. It scared me really good, but I had fun watching it. Mm. So I will have to, as a person who also watched the original movie, just the fact that they improved so much, I'm going to give it perfect vision. Okay. Uh, I'll go next and leave you for last, Michael, since you haven't seen the original. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'm just going to say it off the bat. I'll also give it a perfect vision. Yes. Uh, and that's saying a lot since the original. I would give it like a less than bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Good premise, but not taken advantage of. And that has to do with a lot of things, namely mm. the budget, namely the time it's taking place in. So it didn't have like, you know, the earmarks of what modern horror has. Mm-hmm. But I think a good this movie did a good job of blending the jump scares with a genuine sense of dread in the atmosphere it was building like, it did a good job of building scenes and tension mm-hmm. um overall everything was great from the original the kid actors great mm-hmm. rivaling awesome. stranger things for me they definitely nailed it like they knocked it out the park and one of the kids is actually from stranger things richie yeah, right? richie. the funny kid yeah he was the main cast from the stranger things yeah one of the strengths of uh stephen king's writing i think is making kids talk like adults and this yeah. is, it really <laughs> shined through like Steve, stranger things kind of borrowed from that <clears throat> But it was nice that to see that was fun. Like yeah, Stephen King actually coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, he didn't write or anything like that, but just seeing his source material expounded upon in like the mm-hmm. correct ways, I like that a lot. And I think even as a remake, they were really honest with like they were really straight up remake of the original movie. That you could tell like what parts were from the original movies. They almost. Well, it was almost all almost from the, the original thing? movie. Um, and the original movie was two parts, split mm-hmm. in between the adult storyline and the and child, child storyline. Story. The movie did a really good job of blending some of the climax elements of the original adult storyline mm-hmm. into this one, which made it a more cohesive story, I think. There are a lot of things, and we'll get into, we'll get into spoilers, but there are a lot of things that were uh, done in the original movie that didn't really make sense that was cleaned up uh, in this remake. Mm-hmm. Um and the R rating I think oh, spot on for this. Jesus. A lot of movies are shy to kill kids or hurt kids in any way. Oh my god! Like they do a lot of cutaways. In the original, since it was a TV movie, especially there was almost no gore. I mean, did you expect no. all the gore to happen? Because like no. from the trailer, did not, we didn't. No, I, didn't, no. I didn't see that. Within the first five or ten minutes, whatever the minutes. first scare is, ah. you're li- everybody is ah. like, "Oh, it's this ah. kind of movie. <laughs> oh, oh, it's gonna be this kind of movie." <laughs> And for people who have seen the original, I think it's even a bigger shock because yeah. it's like, that is not what happened. No, not at all. <laughs> that is not at all what happened. And also, But I, but I heard uh, it's more faithful to the book because in the book... Oh, does that uh, Because a friend of book? mine, she said she read the book and she said Stephen King literally describes every body part that the It Clown eats. Oh. oh. See, I thought so. And it's actually some interesting things I want to talk about from the book. I also haven't read the book, but I've learned about the how the original book ended. Mm. that the original movie couldn't do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot about the uh, the origin of the it creature because I'll, I'll spoil the original movie right now. At the end of the uh, oh, yeah. at the end of it, you find out Pennywise is a giant enemy crab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this movie, they do a good job of kind of hinting toward what it actually is. It's something that feeds off kids' fear. And also... That's what sh- its power is based on. But its form is less... Like, it's... It's harder to actually know what true form is, but, but you do get we, better hints in this movie. We know the as clown is not be. the real form because when he like the effects were so good when he opens his mouth like the the way everything peels. Yeah, 
It's the dead lights. Yeah, the cre- yeah, the creature itself is actually like a cosmic level entity. Mm, yeah. Whose not, main not, whose main enemy I is to talk about the so not crap. I just said. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> not, not a crap, huh? Okay. I just say now. Nah, no, but I didn't say what it was. I just said he's just a cosmic level entity. No, but that's basically it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's there's a whole dimension of monsters. And that's what um the oh. gunslinger was also supposed to touch upon that they didn't oh, actually do that's in that movie. Cool. Yeah. Aww. It's it's pretty like it's a Cthulhu almost. Yeah, his main enemy is a turtle, a, gi- huh? a giant cosmic turtle. That's less cool. Wait, but. no, <laughs> that kind of connects to it. I'll say later because I remember seeing a turtle in the movie. But yeah, Perfect Vision in terms of its tone, it nails all the scary elements. Uh, it has comedic beats that <laughs> that flesh out characters much better in this movie than the original that's another thing character development much better in this movie mm-hmm. than the original um taking out the the, the b storyline of the adults in the kid sections gave more time for the story to breathe mm-hmm. and definitely made it so um you have to know the characters a little bit better by the end and you really felt their connection more which is important because the basic the 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 premise of the whole thing is you have to care for the kid yeah, working together <laughs> is what your strength is strengthening your friends who might be your surrogate family in some cases. Mm-hmm. Aww, yeah, togetherness yeah. is the is the key here, which I really liked. So, awesome movie, Perfect Vision. Michael, what'd you think? As someone who didn't see the original. Uh, someone who didn't see the original, it, which I actually find baffling considering how big of a horror movie fan I am. <laughs> are like, you? I just, yeah, I'm a big horror movie fan. Oh, like, horror movies, what, horror movies are what got me into, like, comic books and superheroes and all that. So, this like, is it started, yeah, it started, Yeah, it started people. with horror. And then it led into like Spider Man, the animated series, and all that stuff. To be fair, the original wasn't that scary. So. No, it's not scary. <laughs> but at all. I'm saying, but just because like it's supposed to be a horror movie, I'm like surprised I've never I've never seen it. But yeah, whatever. So uh, going into this movie, I didn't know what to expect. The only thing I've seen from it, obviously, besides the the seeing the original Tim Curry Pennywise, just like from peeking up from the sewer. Mm. And the one part that he like opened his mouth to kill Georgie and they cut away. That's all oh. I seen. And then also and you saw the Halloween Halloween store grill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that and then also I didn't see I didn't see it, but then I heard that he turned into like a giant spider or whatever yeah, at the end of the movie, giant which I was crab. like, that's yeah. stupid. <laughs> so that's all I knew about. That's all I knew about it. But so going into this movie though, I I expected it to be pretty good because because the reviews like everybody was praising it the yeah. night before. Early reviews were really good. Yeah, the tomatoes um, rated it as like eighty nine percent, right? Is it still eighty nine? I don't know. It might be higher, but I know it also came out the th- you know Thursday before, so a lot of people went to go see it that Thursday. So a lot of people were saying on on Facebook and stuff, you know, a rating. You know, I give it a uh, you know I was about to say a high. <laughs> you but you no, want an R rating? Yeah, I was about to give it a blurred vision rating, but that's not what they said. Okay, eighty six percent. But yeah, that's so, really good for a horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people were praising it. So I was like, okay, so I'm expecting to go and have a good time. So sitting in the theater watching the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And then like the first ten minutes oh, into the movie, when that thing happened, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like I was not expecting that, especially because. Uh, Last week, when what movie was that that we saw, and they showed the entire scene of that the drink the Georgie scene, or they show most of it. Oh, oh! Before the movie started. Before the movie started. I was it Annabelle. I think I think so. Was it Annabelle? I feel like it was Annabelle Creation. They showed the intro to it. Yes, it was Annabelle because yeah. they had a different um, the trailer that we haven't seen. 
Yeah, it was just yeah, like an extended scene of, of the intro mm-hmm. of the movie, basically. Yeah, so the conversation that had between Georgie and Pennywise. Yeah. Hey, Georgie. Yeah, so even <laughs> going into that, like I was like, okay, well, I kind of know where this scene is going to go because they pretty <laughs> we, much showed the entire it, scene. It rolled false did. security. It's like, I did. Yeah. I, I seen this. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, I know where it's going to go. But then, uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. No, we didn't. So then they did that twist. So I was, I'm glad that they actually kind of did that. Like It was like a false sense of... God damn. Not not hope, but like a just, false sense of comfort. More did they or less. just show? They showed the end of that scene in the in the uh, trailer, right? But it was just no, they, they, no, they, they, they didn't they show. No, right they didn't show it. Grab, no, they they they, they don't yeah, they cut it, right they. when he goes to grab grab toward grab the boat. Yeah, okay. But even the girl, like they didn't even show like the uh, woman coming out the house, seeing no. him looking like so she knew what he was doing exactly like, or yeah. who he was talking to. That's why she went right back into the house. <laughs> it's just like, I'm not fucking with that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. The, yeah, the characters I loved. I love the losers. I want to be a loser. Oh, the losers club. <laughs> the club. Yeah, I call them the Avengers. <laughs> oh, yeah. The baby, the, the ba- baby Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want to be. I want to be a loser. I, I enjoy seeing the kid from Stranger Things, but I enjoy seeing him as a different type of character. Yeah, was a completely different. I love character. him a lot better than this. Richie was the heart of this movie. <laughs> yeah, he was. So I fucked your mom last night. <laughs> I was like him in a nutshell. <laughs> I kind of wish though that we saw more of Pennywise. Since more movie, Pennywise. Yeah. More? Since the no, movie was called was It, enough. I would like to have seen more of Pennywise. Jesus, no. But you, even the things that weren't Pennywise was Pennywise, though. So well, it's, no, like, it's called I, It. I don't, I don't mean just the clown. I just meant the, the entity itself. Really? You don't think there was a, there was a lot of we, scenes? I still would like to see. It's just that, you know, like because he, you know, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Like it's We still saw him a lot. It was all about him and what he does to kids. Hmm. Maybe, maybe do you feel that way because you just want to see more? Like, yeah. like there was a lot in the, enough in the movie but it left you wanting more yeah I, I want to see more that's, right. pre- that's pretty much what it is plus knowing that the next movie isn't going to come out to 2019 hashtag fast forward the news but yeah so <laughs> I'm just like I want more I had enough doses but yeah but uh, overall I give the movie a perfect vision yeah yeah alright so we're all in the same boat here nobody gave any more than passable either that's good I'm especially happy for you, Jamie. I'm going to use especially considering, yeah, especially up. considering, like lately, like me being a big horror movie fan. Horror movies lately have been shit. Annabelle had a decent. Movie it was good. You before, but then now the reading kind of dropped on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, yeah, Annabelle was good, but it's not like he's in the right home about. Yeah, yo, we, we we gave it more impassable though, right? Yeah, we gave it more yeah. impassable. It's not a perfect. Yeah. No, but even I mean, still, but, but, but even outside of Annabelle, like, even outside of the the Conjuring movies, because those it, itself are pretty solid. Okay. But yeah, outside of that, like horror movies I lately disagree. haven't been really that. Conjuring three was shit. Conjuring three is not out yet. You oh, mean two? Three. Was it? No, it's was it two? Conjuring two is with the nuns. Yeah, I hate that one. I hate that one. I that, that was stupid. Yeah, you did, cause you made me watch it, I bitch. <laughs> remember the black nun? I didn't hate it. I hated it. Like, the way the nun went down. I mean, horror movies in general, yeah, I agree with that. In general, horror, horror movies aren't as good. They don't really have, like, decent scripts. The writing for the characters aren't usually strong. The acting, <laughs> the acting is cheesy and terrible. Uh, door wow. Ryan got scared. Door Ryan, she's, <laughs> it's Pennywise at the door, Jamie. <laughs> is Jamie there? <laughs> Can she come out to play? I have a balloon okay, for you. Fair? Let's talk about, first off the bat, let me get into spoilers. Let's talk about Bill Skarsgård's performance, because I really Ooh. enjoyed it. And the fact that we love, like, I love making his voice. <laughs> Yeah, you do. His voice is you really funny. Voice fetish or something. Yeah, but I mean that's a, like you know, um, voice acting and just acting in general is a choice. So like, he made that choice. I don't know if it was direction or he made that choice himself, but I think it was effective because that voice 
it's weird, but it, it sticks with me. It does stick with you. Hey, Georgie. It? Okay, stop it. I get it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. And also, um, I think well, I think we can talk about this because you were shown in the trailers that um, you know how um, he drools when he's talking to Georgie. If you look carefully, he's drooling as he's talking to Georgie. It's a com- and it's cool because it's a combination of drool and the water from the drain hitting his face, and he doesn't. Like a, a human would wipe it off, mm-hmm. like wipe the slob, like slob off his mouth. Yeah. But he's just so like, I'm about to eat this kid. He doesn't, like, he doesn't even care. But let's talk about that right off the bat too. The freaking arm scene, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god! Like we were saying, when Georgie reaches in to grab his 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 paper boat, his paper which, boat. Right yeah. the bat's like, walk away, kid. <laughs> walk away, Georgie. So stupid. Like it, and it's the way they have Pennywise's face peel back. And those weird, like, teeth slash mouth thing comes the out. The throat or whatever that is, yeah. I remember his eyes are crooked, too, remember? Yeah, that was a detail I didn't notice until yeah. I, we, we watched the movie. His eyes like, are... Like, one eye looks <laughs> forward, and the other eye kind of drifts to the left. He's just so... like he. It's he's, almost like he's not there. And it's a cool effect mm-hmm. later on when you see his whole body. It's like he's oh, like... Oh, the way he wobbles? Yeah, yeah. it's like almost like he's in a, a, like a hallucination or something. In a different dimension... Yeah, that would make sense. Uh-huh. He's in a monster dimension. Uh-huh. He's like channeling his like his physical form. You could see it. Kind of weird. But yeah, right off the bat, did, what did you think when you said that dude's hand got bit off? <laughs> when Jordan oh, lost his arm, yeah. he, he, he crawled away. Yeah. When that happened, I, I was like, like oh my, my leg God. lifted up off the floor. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, okay, so we're doing this. Yeah. I love it. I'm in. Because you never see kids get hurt like that in movies. No, no they, especially yeah, like kids you said, like they're that. Shy, they so usually young. shy away from stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, if anything, I thought he was going to bite his arm, cut. But it ripped off his arm, and he's like you literally You saw the, crawl- pro- the puddles of blood. Yeah, yeah and he's like crawling and he away from the, and his long his arm without the drain. Yeah, screaming. And then grab him and just pull him in. <laughs> My mouth was on And it wasn't floor. like a slow pull. He just grabbed him and was like, whoosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, like a zip line. Yeah, it looks like whiplash. <laughs> I mean, that was a first scare, and considering right then, that you knew, we were, you knew it was gonna like the stakes were much higher than the original. Yeah, I <laughs> we're watching an IMAX. This giant screen. It's loud. Like, yeah, that screen was huge. It was huge, <laughs> and oh, it was so fucking better. loud. It was loud, and I'm glad now that I'm thinking about it. I'm kind of glad it was loud because when that happened, I screamed. Like when Jamie says she screams, like. I've never heard someone in the movie actually like doing a horror scene go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like she's really screaming. It's not, it's not like a joke. It's yeah. like, ah! <laughs> yep. what? what? What is this? What? It's so hilarious. I hate you. Uh. But that's what this movie did it really well at overall. Because every time the kids were, after that point, every time the kids were in danger, <laughs> I felt like they were oh, in danger. No, nothing, nothing was safe at that point. <laughs> no, because in the original, it was weird because, I, like I said, I didn't feel like Pennywise was scary, but it was because like, he didn't really do anything to the kids. Yeah, they implied that he ate Georgie, but when you saw the original, right, it was just him opening mouth going, ah. Yeah. And then every scene he's in with the kids when they're alone, it's like he just walks toward them and then like teases them a little bit, but not like in a scary way, in like a, you're Annoying fat. way. Ah, did you know you're fat? <laughs> it's like you're just a jerk, Pennywise. You're not also, scary. The original movie overplayed the balloons. Like balloons were everywhere, and they treated the balloon like it's a scary object, and I hated it. Yeah, and there, I would say that too. The 
they used balloons like they were scary uh-huh. in the original without giving a reason to be scared mm-hmm. of them. But in this movie, and they showed the balloon, you every, knew yeah, Pennywise. Every time you saw it the balloon, Pennywise was, was right there. Around. Yeah. It was subtle, but it was extremely well done. And um, I also like the way um, Pennywise made... Well, we we were known that there's a connection between kids fear and Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, this is spoiler, right? So Pennywise, yeah. his abilities, you know... He Spoilers! Will, he will switch his... <laughs> Spoiler! We do a lot of horror movies lately. <laughs> he will uh, switch his forms depending on your fear. And we got to explore every single one of them. Yes. And in the original... <laughs> that the, wasn't that teen, executed as that well. That Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I think in the books they actually do have like like spook house horror monsters like yeah. Mummy and yeah. Werewolf mm-hmm. and stuff. They do. Yeah. But mummy was when you leper, translate right? that to a TV budget, it just looked like literally out of Party City, like a Halloween <laughs> store or something. <laughs> like it wasn't scary. It didn't really like Richie's fear in the original was just a dude in a, in a werewolf costume. Yeah, like, but here it was a clown. And then you get that dope scene that was also in the trailer where he's mm-hmm. in the room full of clowns. Clowns. And in the corner, you see the original Pennywise. Yes, but I do like. Let's like, let's talk about what, what's some of your favorite kills, like from kills? or not kills, but favorite scares, like favorite. Scenes. I can say really because there was only the one, Georgie. You know, no, no really, that's not true. Well, everything was scary. Death. Everything was scary. What are you talking about? Well, no, about? no, he's, he's about he kills. said kills. I didn't oh, mean kills. kills. I meant scares. Okay. Uh, um, I'll start. I mean, like the what I really enjoyed was the um. They really amped up some of. Like, they redid a lot, but they also amped up some of the original scenes. So like mm-hmm. the 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 scene with the kitchen, uh, the kitchen, the uh, the bathroom and the blood. Oh yeah, the Carrie scene. Yeah, when Bev looks into the sink, sink and blood shoots into her face. And the original was kind of just like a blood splattering. And this, it was like literally the entire walls of the bathroom were all coated with blood. And they added something and special. The the hair that she cut mm-hmm. beforehand. Was it hers or was it just hair in general? I think it was supposed to be her hair. Okay. Like that was like the, the idea. Okay. And she cut it because she felt unclean after her father touched her. Mm-hmm. And in, they heavily imply in the... You're still my little girl, rape. right? He's yeah. a rapist. Yeah, and in the, in the old pedophile. movie, sure. it was like some some light illusions. In this mm-hmm. new movie, they make it clear oh, that there's some stuff going on. uncomfortable. But they also, like I said, with character development, moments like that I really mm-hmm. enjoyed because they bring it back... Um, to defeat Pennywise because mm-hmm. the whole thing with Pennywise is his power is based on your fear. Mm-hmm. The he, reason why at the end, even though Beverly gets captured, mm-hmm. she's a stronger character overall in this yeah. movie. But after she, he gets, she gets captured by Pennywise after she defeats her father, mm-hmm. which is her greatest fear. Mm-hmm. That's why when Pennywise goes to attack her, he can't actually kill her because she fears nothing yeah. at that point because she defeated her greatest mm-hmm. fear. I think that was interesting. So they paid it off because mm-hmm. that didn't even happen in the original movie. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of... Although I didn't understand what happened after that when he when she looked into his mouth and then she started floating in the air. Like, what I mean, the fuck that's, was that? I kind of liked it better because at least in this movie, they explained what he meant by they all float. Original movie, we have no idea what he meant by they all float. Yeah, which like, is lip service. Yeah. And this, the kids, like the, the whole they victims are actually floating in the sewer. And not only that, have you noticed that when he bleeds, the blood flows too? You'll flow too. Yeah. <laughs> You'll flow too. Yeah, we put, um, oh, wait, I dropped that here. You'll flow too. You'll flow too. <laughs> You'll come with me. I'm sorry, when George was saying that, I still was like, ah, chat remix. (laughs) But now that I think about it, it kind of makes me wonder, though, because if he eats the kids, why are there kids left over the float? He doesn't eat all of them. He doesn't eat them completely. 
I think it's 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 it's, it. it's a combination of he eats their he even says it he eats their flesh but uh-huh. feeds in the fear. So like I don't think he eats their entire body. It's more about like he scares so, yeah, them. Yeah, I guess when they die, they're no they they have no fear anymore. So it's like all exactly. Right. So he just eats them while they're alive while they're still afraid. I guess. But to go back on you know like what was our favorite scare is that um I liked Bills. Remember um he sees Georgie in the house. And he walks down toward the basement where it's flooded because there's a storm coming in. Mm-hmm. And you see, you know, Georgie in the corner. He goes, Bill, you'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. That scene. That's the trap remix. That's the trap remix. <laughs> but here it was terrifying. And then as Georgie chanting, you'll float too, his face melted. Yeah, his On face On top effect. of that, you see Pennywise yeah, slowly coming Kruger. out of the water. And then eventually he grabs George. He pulls him back in. And then what happens? We see the ring crawl with Pennywise. His body's all twisted. And he's crawling toward Bill. I'm like, mm. You had I don't a lot like of good those. body contortion with Pennywise. I don't like those, man. They scare me. That's well, the point. <laughs> like I don't really, I don't really remember how like Pennywise like chased Bill because I actually closed my eyes the wow. moment he started. I'm like, I can't do this. He spazzed the hell out. Like, uh, you can't close your eyes. Remember Pennywise? Well, I cl- that's what somebody. I do when it comes scary movies. I close my eyes. Okay. Whenever Pennywise attacks somebody, he spazzed next, out when he was yeah. toward them. Next scary movie we see, we need to tape her eyes open so she can't she can't close her eyes. <laughs> Fuck you. It was a clockwork orange. Yeah. <laughs> but to answer, like, do answer your original question, Michael. Um, I'm not really sure what that was supposed to do when he went to hypnotize her with the, with the deadlights. I, I guess that make her more afraid over time because she's hypnotized or whatever. Because he said like you will be scared. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's the thing I was just confused about. I was like, what is this supposed to do? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I didn't really get that either. Like maybe like. Stalling her so that and I'm, I'm pretty Pennywise, sure maybe yeah Pennywise pretty, know that the kids are coming over so maybe he was gonna kill all of them and then you know wake her up and say look they're dead oh I, I could be you yeah I was gonna say I'm pretty sure maybe that's like a plot point in the books and since we don't yeah, have any it, reference we don't know that sort of happened in the original mm-hmm. but they didn't explain like, it wasn't for the same reason it wasn't to like just scare her it just happened to her because she looked at the lights mm-hmm. and then she had to be like saved by uh, Ben in the future was it ben? yeah it was the fat it was the the writer the fat kid yeah yeah, yeah. i saw some of the characters though because these mm. these kids like i said they were great actors oh ben yeah ben ben was adorable team ben team ben because <laughs> they had a little bit of a love triangle between ben Be- uh bill, bill and, Beth. and wait Beth. wow no got, beverly got beverly. my favorite part wait oh yeah what, what, what was yours <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh this part didn't actually scare me because I'm 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 never been really scared for horror movies. I just enjoy them. But this, but my favorite scene though was I think the projection scene. Yes. Oh, that was terrifying. That yeah. was probably the best. I knew that was gonna happen the moment he would disappear from the screen. I'm like, he's gonna crawl out. But I didn't expect him to be that big. Especially when he became what? like full PlayStation VR. Yo, coming out of this. So out weird of the that it wasn't a 3D movie too. That was like a perfect 3D moment. If it were 3D, I would have been dead. But they show you that in the trailer where like they're going through the slideshow and you see like mm-hmm. Pennywise's face slowly being revealed. Yeah. Yo, my man Michael, rips Michael, <laughs> he drop kicked the shit out of the projector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that shit, I do shit. No. But that's when it, it kept going yeah. and then Pennywise bursts out of like the projection screen. Because he disappears from the screen. I'm like, where did it go? Oh no. Yeah, that made, that made me jump when oh, he burst no. out of it. <laughs> and it was like Godzilla size. And my man Bill. Yeah, he was huge. Yo, they barely survived that because someone opens the the the, the garage door, yeah. and Bill's immediately like, 
we have to go fight it. <laughs> like, are you crazy? Like, yeah, like, and then no, no. And the next line, the next next line. What? Say summer one fucking one more fucking time. Oh, yeah. it was a really funny whole. Like, and the, the humor is. That was great. an ongoing line too. Yeah, it's like, summer. like it's, it's summer. summer. We're, We're supposed, supposed to be, be having it. fun or yeah. something like that. You should be outside enjoying it, not in the sewer <laughs> looking for dead kids. <laughs> being scared like, and then at the end Bill says if someone says summer one more fucking time <laughs> and then he just rides his bike off I'm glad they then, gave the kids like, like like they speak like adults but they didn't overdo it like no. they didn't have like you know a gross potty mouth or something where just like they just or like something like I don't know if you guys ever watched Dawson's Creek no. where like the way they spoke was so unrealistic because they spoke way older than their actual ages no. using words I've never no. heard of before. I'm like, who the fuck talks like this as no. a freshman in high school? <laughs> I mean, overall, like this I, is realistic speech. Yeah, like, this is a realistic dialogue. That's why I say There's I'm like, glad they didn't pull a Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I know a lot of kids around that age group is that they talk like that. You don't think kids that potty mouth? I'm telling you, they will drop. Yeah, when F, I was young, like, when nothing. I was young, I was cursing. Mm. I wasn't cursing. I was. You, you naughty one. <laughs> I just love how they, but overall, I just love how they characterize each of the characters individually. So, mm-hmm. like, you really felt for them when they came together as the Losers Club, being all crowded mm-hmm. together by Henry, which is the bully of the town. And Stephen King is this weird thing where, like, bullies are, like, borderline homicidal. <laughs> it's like, you mean how these kids not borderline? They were, fu- he was psychotic. fucking homicidal. No, he was psychotic and he was sociopathic. He was just insane. You don't see those people. Yeah, it's like, like those bullies aren't realistic at all. It's like, no. what happens if those scenes played out and they just like, at points it's like, are you just gonna kill them? Are you just gonna kill these kids? Like, I don't understand. I because mean, because in the original, like for uh, there was a scene ben. with Ben where when Henry threatens like to to cut the bacon off his back or whatever uh-huh. and because cut him. he's chubby. Yeah, and one of his friends is like, "Hey, man, don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. you're going too far." And this, he actually starts carving in like his name. We so see letter H. H on his tummy, and then head. Had Ben not kick Henry and fall behind the wherever he was, fall down the hill, he probably would have died. Like he was yeah. gonna go on HGNRY. It's like I understand the kid's father is kind of an asshole and a police officer, so maybe that's why he kind of gets a pass. But like even then, it's like you would tell any adult, they'd be like, "I was like, no, Beverly's father's okay. an asshole and fucking." A pedophile, but she's not a fucking psycho torturer. Like he wanted to shoot a cat. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge sign of a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, hmm. Especially animal torture. I mean, well, honestly, if anything, I think they did a better job of setting up Henry than they did before because in the original movie. The reason why Henry goes after the the Losers Club is because he see so basically. As he Henry eventually sees the Pennywise, but the deadlight, and somehow when Henry sees the deadlight, his hairs turn white, and he loses his mind. He gets crazy. Yeah, so this he gets is at stuck the end the of the house. flashbacks of the kid story in the original. He gets stuck in the mental house, and later on, when the kids all came back to the town, Henry sees Pennywise on the moon. It's so stupid. Calling out to him. That whole scene was stupid. Was and like, his what? face is like a dog's face with a clown's body. Hey, it's fucking dog. Hey. You help me once. You help me again. But that's what I was talking about before where like I said things were done better in this new mm-hmm. movie where they took elements. So they, they did the thing where they did have him become uh, their antagonist at the end as a bully. Mm-hmm. 
and he also made them go crazy. Mm-hmm. But instead of waiting until the time skip when they're adults, they mm-hmm. did it now with our kids, which makes way more sense than your childhood bully coming back yeah. when they're adults. I'm like, are you? That, the, you couldn't find anybody else, Pennywise, yeah, that find it's their bully. Been Thirty years. Yeah, it's and like instead, come of, on. instead of sending him to the mental house, they made they made a sure made sure that we knew he was crazy by killing, him, his, killing father, his father, which was not in the original at all. And remember, instead of the Pennywise in the on the moon, we see the TV. It was like a children's show. Like a woman with like little kids, yeah. they're all mm-hmm. singing, but then they just go kill like, kill, him. Kill, kill them all, all. kill them yeah, all. Yeah, kind of like a female version of Mr. Rogers. That's what the TV show looked mm-hmm. like. That's a good point. But yeah, the bullies were done a lot better in this version too. Like Everything was done better, I think, than the original. I'm, I haven't read the books like we said, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if this is actually closer to the source material overall. That the original movie? Yeah, because like I said, like even it started off with Michael and the black kid in the original it just showed up he out just of showed nowhere. Up. It was like, and then we had this black friend. Hey, black friend. <laughs> hey, you guys know about it? And he was the explainer in the mm-hmm. original. I mean, they also did a thing where yeah, um, in the original movie, Ben instead of Ben being the new kid, it was actually Michael who was a new kid in this um, mm-hmm. in this town. Whereas in this movie, we saw Ben as a new kid, and also basically Michael and Ben swapped the roles of revealing the information about Pennywise because it was Michael before doing the research about the town. And showing them the picture of the clown, remember in the yeah. picture they close up. And yeah, that's what I was gonna say because I know in the I know in the Pennywise. book Michael is the one that reveals all the information, not not Ben. Pennywise yeah, going they kind of like, like, I'm gonna sh- kill you all. And the new one, they kind of make them both shoulder the mm-hmm. burden of exposition, which I think is better. I like that better than. Well, not really. He didn't really give. He didn't really give much exposition except for his his backstory. Well, Michael's one of the first ones no, that knew but, about it. Yeah. And he knew about it, it was it was a library library scene. Remember the Easter, like Easter egg factory got burnt down, and then yeah. the boy who got burnt what? with that was no Benz. head. Yeah, that was Ben's. Yeah, that was Ben's. Yeah, that, was Benz. that was exposition, yeah. though. Well, no, I'm talking about Michael. I was saying he didn't really give. Wasn't any... he the one that was also working with the the projector and stuff? Wasn't that his? No, no that, was, that Bill's. was Bill's projector. Oh, it was Bill's. Yeah, they were at Bill's house. Oh, Michael well, he still knew, knew about it. Like he was one of the first ones that actually knew about it. Like, they started with him being the first one to see it. Yeah, that was yeah. it. But then yeah. Michael didn't have all the key informations. And I wish, if anything, that was one thing that I wondered. Like, why did you have to take that role from Michael and give it to Ben? Like, why couldn't Michael be the one doing the research instead of Ben? Uh, I felt like he had more of an understanding of what was going on than anybody other than Ben. Michael. Why? Why? He just seemed like he was more in the know. And this is two days ago we watched this, and now I'm like, I'm spacing on the exact details. But he seemed like he knew what was going on. He knew also knew that there was something evil in the town from like, his father or his with uncle. That, but with going with that, couldn't he be the one also doing the research instead of Ben, the new kid? Well, Ben's the smart guy. Whatever, that's fine. He, he's the writer. I mean, that makes sense to combine that with his character. Oh and then Michael was the one to kind of give like some credence to that. He had the information, but Michael had the... I, still, I keep thinking about you whenever I say Michael <laughs> but Michael had the uh, like the mythos you know what I'm saying I just felt like that Michael's only key role was that he had this gun that you used to shoot and that was a way better role than they had in the original they had a slingshot oh, yeah. with some silver in it it was like hey is that gonna work I don't know werewolves right I'm like what I remember <laughs> the slingshot comes back when they're adults too remember yes I brought this back just in case we're adults now we can wow, buy guns really. here to go <laughs> And remember, that's that's one of the things that Richie says. Oh no, someone says like, well, you didn't bring a machine gun or something. Yeah, in the in the original. Yeah. But in this version, I, I like that scene when they recon after Beverly gets captured, 
the loser team that was broken up because of the civil war between Richie and Bill. But that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like Iron Man versus Tony Stark. I mean, Iron Man versus uh, Captain America. When they get back together, they have this awesome moment where they're all riding their bikes back to yeah. its haunted house. And, and the formation, too. Yeah, it looks like the Avengers. It's like, oh, he, like Michael's like strapped up with like the gun and stuff. And remember, that's after Pennywise did a superhero landing. No, that was before. Whoa. No, oh, no, that was after. It was after. That was, that's when they went back to the house. Because uh-huh. the first time they go to the haunted house, that's he does a superhero landing when he fights Rich, attacks Richie. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. <laughs> um, but I want to also talk about the like like Stan, who was damaged by the painted the crooked painted lady. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, his face! So you didn't watch the the original, but in the re in the original Stan kills himself when he finds out about it coming back 27 years when later. When he's adult, yeah. Is that Stanley? I mean, not Stanley. Yeah. Stanley? Stanley? What? Stanley? <laughs> no, that's his full name, I'm Stanley. At, Peace, my friends. <laughs> I'm at, is that Seth Green's Stanley. character? Huh? Is that Seth Green's character in the original? Yeah. No, no but that's Seth Richie. Green that's Richie. Richie. Oh. Yeah, as a kid. This is a kid who's been called the girly boy, right? No. The girly boy was... Stanley's a Jewish kid. The okay. Jewish kid that had the the crooked, he was afraid of the crooked painted. No, lady. from the original movie, what was Stan? Same kid. He was he Jewish. Wasn't, he wasn't Jewish. He didn't I don't have remember a defining him. feature. He no, was, he, he didn't. Oh, he watched. He looked at birds. Oh, right, he, the he birds, birds, and the, he touched his ear. <laughs> that was his thing. He was a bird watcher. Like what? <laughs> but yeah, so when he like, uh, he's talking about twenty seven years later. Yeah, he's and guy. what we think is mm-hmm. because he was attacked in this version as a kid and like. He had his face basically sucked on. How did he survive that? How did that, that is a great know. question. I, I didn't. Know. Know. I don't know. It was all I was like, oh, he, mouth. Another then... one's dead, and then they pulled it out. He's like, all right, I'm good. Just like, give me, I... just give me some, just give me some neosporin, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You had a thousand his whole, teeth in your yeah, face, <laughs> and his whole face was engulfed. Yeah. You, sh- mm-hmm. you, you should be dead. <laughs> Suck out your soul or something. <laughs> Doesn't make any He's sense. Not his mentor, but. Well, what well, my, yeah, one I my thought big, that part was stupid, but one of my I mean, big complaints is like toward the end, they already know at that point that staying together is their strength. That if they work mm-hmm. together, they can actually fight it. So why is it every five seconds they're separating? And why is it even the guy who said to do that in the first place? Yeah, Bill, the one who came the up first with the plan. One, like, like, what are you guys doing? Oh, like, Georgie, I'm going this way. <laughs> I was like, what? They're kids. Especially when you find out later on, he knew that it wasn't him. Yeah. I mean, with that kind of plot hole, I want to claim that you can kind of pacify them, but they're kids. Yeah, you give them the... That, I would give them their give them kids the card. Yeah, I'm going to give them out. Okay. Because even with that plot hole, it was done like very They're more like preteens, well. but all right. <laughs> they're still kids, okay? Preteens are kids. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you gave provision, man. Yeah, I did. But that was a, it's a small complaint. Because like, at the end of the day, it did set up a lot of scares that mm-hmm. I, I liked. And it's the only way to really separate them for it to at least try to kill them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, 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 we could talk about scenes all day of like, I mean, you were calls. talking about Stan. I feel like you were going somewhere with Stan's story. Yeah, what were you about to say about Stan? Originally, he died. He killed himself. We, oh, oh, just we the fact set that... It up. They, they yeah, set it up in the, this movie. That's like him being scarred. So I could see him now. Kill, do you think he's going to do that? Do you think he's going he's gonna to He's going to die. He has yeah. to die. I kind of feel like he was always the one to be scared to yeah. go into places first. Yeah, he was always I, I, reluctant I feel like about more, working I feel together. like more of the original losers ha- should or have to or should well should die in the next movie because for the most part everyone 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 was safe in this movie safe for the for most the part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, Eddie broke his arm. 
Yeah, but he's still alive. <laughs> Even oh, that, I was like, yo, did he just like solid snake crack his arm back into place? Like, <laughs> it wasn't about him doing who did it? It was Richie? Did yeah, it? yeah, I'm like, Richie. you're kids. I'm gonna you do, know how to do, do that. <laughs> like, if Michael broke his arm, I'd be like, all right, Michael, I saw this movie once. <laughs> Break yourself. No, 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 no. They're well read. Because <laughs> apparently he he knows about staph infections. He knows about eighty three percent of people getting HIV or something. Whatever all those statistics he was oh, I mean, he was listing. <laughs> remember, he's a germaphobic, and also you know he grew up thinking that he is so sickly. And instead of you know just being asthma kid, oh, yeah, his mo- yeah, the plot point of his mother made up that disease to try to protect him from it. I guess. That was in the original no, too, No, it wasn't right? even from it. It was just trying to like isolate him from society. Yeah. He was mama's boy. She's helicopter mom. What is that? Helicopter mom? A mom that helicopters around oh, the Oh, wow. Kid. That's weird. Yeah. You never heard that phrase before? No. Oh, well. <laughs> She's that. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, was there anything else I want to talk about? Oh, I'm, I'm also mentioning Mike and Henry earlier. I'm, I'm just glad because in the original, Henry... Oh yeah, stabs. I think he does stab Michael. No, he actually. does stab Michael, but he doesn't die. But he doesn't then die. Michael goes to the hospital because of Henry. Mm-hmm. But in this version, because they're still kids, Michael and Henry versus to the death. And I was like, Yo, yo that was if, close. If this psychopathic white kid kills this black kid. I'm be so mad. I was so ready to play the race car. I was like, Yo, come on, dog. You got a gun. At first, I was also kind of mad. Like, why the black kid? Yeah, exactly. But eventually, <laughs> I, you know, I was like, Why the black kid got a gun? You see Michael doing Spartan kick to Henry. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he won that like mm-hmm. exchange. That was but, nice. And in the exchange, he of course loses all his bullets except for one. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But it was an epic moment when Bill uses it to old yeller Georgie. <laughs> You're yeah. not Georgie. Bah! Bah! <laughs> and then I was like, wait, what if that really was? Yeah. Because <laughs> it looked like it for a second. Because you know Georgie, the quote unquote Georgie, yeah. after getting shot, he was on the floor not doing anything. And I think there was another part that. Jordan that you really liked how Georgie turned into Pennywise the direction of this movie was really well done because there was a lot of things that could have been cheesy mm-hmm. that was were executed in a way that made it cool mm-hmm. or it, it looked believable so like the scene where Georgie mm-hmm. transforms into Pennywise oh that was like terrifying in, another movie that could have been done really cheesy especially if you show it mm-hmm. not if you don't cut away but they showed it happen but the way like the arms would burst out like the, the body would elongate like it it looked believable like, I thought that terrifying. was really neat, a neat effect. Mm-hmm. And that whole last fight was done way better than the original. And mm-hmm. again, it was a combination of the fight as them as a kids and mm-hmm. the fight as them as adults in the original. Um, actually, like, I like that it was transforming into each of their fears while I was fighting uh-huh. them. Exactly, and I liked that part. To try and scare them, but because they were it's together, they were able to each overcome their together. individual fears. Yeah. Eight together. <laughs> kids together. Together. Strong. Beat the <laughs> shit out of them. And I love Richie's little speech. Where Richie was like, oh yeah, and for a second, I hate you. By the end, he grabs Bill, Bill. and threatens the kids like, just leave, and I'll take Bill, and I won't kill any of you ever again. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a moment where it was like, are they actually gonna leave? Because it's like we can't, guys, it's Bill, we can't leave. I'm like, are they really gonna do it? And then Richie's <laughs> like, he gives a like, last little speech. I'm sorry, like, it's your fault, man. And yeah, I get me through a sewer. Yeah. You got my arm broken. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have to beat the shit out of this class. I'm like, like Whoa. yeah, Richie. <laughs> and they do with the kids jump Pennywise. Yeah. That See, was so awesome. If anything, that's one thing I learned from this movie is if it can touch you, you can touch it too. <laughs> so I'll just beat back. the shit out of it. I mean, at least go down swinging. Like, don't don't go out with your hands up like, no. Nah! <laughs> that's why Pennywise didn't fuck with anybody in the hood. Like, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he just stomped out. <laughs> I mean, overall, like, we got hey, to Tyrone. see... Hey, <laughs> Tyrone! You want to come down here? Nah, fuck 
fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> so my brother Pookie got caught. <laughs> like overall, um, we got to see the child actors facing their own fear and then eventually getting over it. And I thought that was really nice. They did it. it thematically, they played it out better in this mm-hmm. new movie. <gasps> I almost forgot. What? what about the part that Ben kisses Beverly? That was cute. Oh, no, to, to that take was a part of the trance. original movie. I thought that was cheesy. Yeah, it was <laughs> but, very cheesy. But that shows what kind of person Ben is. He writes a poem. He's he romantic. believes in the power yeah, of yeah, first he's, like, he's the romantic, but it's still, it's still. But this movie, like, and then, it, then it, on top of that, he ended up getting friend zone. <laughs> well, maybe. No, maybe, probably not. Maybe Be- not in this because you said they were married in the, as no, adults. They but I'm talking married, about right now. But, like they get together in the later movie. But then again, even that part, like original movie, when they all meet up at the Chinese restaurant, I think, Beverly somehow greets Bill by kissing on his mouth. And I'm like, what are you doing? Jesus, Lord. I think that's why I did that in the, made that yeah, like she a, gets a rumor. Yeah, <laughs> new one. But, she doesn't. Oh, damn, that's what I thought. I was going to say. It was about what we were just talking about. Kids getting over their fear, Ben being a romantic oh that the cheesy kiss i mean uh-huh. up until that moment the, the movie did a really good job of like subverting like tropes like that mm-hmm. so and, and they've done a lot like, like they would poke it out with comedy beats uh-huh. or like you know usually richard would say something funny yeah. so i was hoping in that moment there's like there's a moment of silence i was like is someone gonna be like that's creepy ben <laughs> like, you know what i mean that, that would have like made that trope let them have it shut up i don't know like, team ben again, i shipped them again nitpicks but it felt like they, they would have poked fun ben at their ben. own trope Ben yeah, Bev. It, was, it felt cheesy to me. It oh, felt very once. Up. Felt very once upon a time. Well, I'm talking to two people who has no soul, so whatever. I have a soul. I claim no, you everything. don't. That's fine. I claim that. I'm an angel and yeah. jealous. You have I, no soul, I, Michael. That's we why. all know that. I torture you You have you no all. soul either, Jordan. You're possessed. What? I cry all the time. <laughs> but like we were saying, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm excited for the next movie. They did leave me wanting more, just like you, Michael. I had just enough. Just enough. <laughs> that was enough. I'm hoping since like they already took elements of the climax from the last movie that they do open it up with how the book went and they explore the monster dimension. That'd be really cool. Hmm. Especially this dark. Is the, that how the, the gunslinger didn't do it? What's it? What was it called? Idris Elba's movie, Dark World. A dark tower. Dark tower. Wait, is that is that how the book goes? Like they actually yeah. go into the dimension? They to go fight Pennywise. They go into the monster dimension. Oh, that's creepy yeah and they can put it off now with the effects make it look like the upside down for stranger things <gasps> like make it like you know the mirror world from dr strange i wonder who's gonna be casted as it. you know i've all the come kids, to make a know? bargain <laughs> <laughs> like kids actually did such a great job and i'm sure like if they're adults actors i'm sure they will do fine to like but what if like the adult actors do a lesser better job than the kids that's I mean, possible. the adults were the weaker part. Who's of the going story. to be cast as the adults? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> what? I don't know. Someone, cute. someone said that. Um, uh, I saw on the internet somewhere. I don't remember where, but what's his name? Bill uh-huh. told me McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> is it because of the hair? Yeah. It's totally because of the hair. Is it? Yeah. You got the same face too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, looking forward to it. Perfect Vision. Great movie. Yeah. Let me kind of. I'm wondering. How how they're gonna do the second the second movie though? Because usually the way they do these type of movies where you know friends they they're together in their childhood, but then years later they're no longer in touch, and then, oh it's the first time we've spoken you know in all these years. Yeah. But it's like mm-hmm. twenty seven years later to be like twenty fifteen 
which means Facebook and social media exists. And all that stuff. So none of them are Facebook. Yeah, none of them are Facebook friends or anything like that. Bill, you liked my comment yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Huh? Let's see how they do it. Hopefully it's better. Hopefully. I'm hoping they, they keep the steam going because I really like this remake. It was very mm-hmm. faithful and it's rare that a remake like this has the same spirit of the original but also surpasses it. Mm-hmm. I think this is a, an example of a remake that surpassed the original almost in every way. Yeah. I can't think of like a way it was worse. Like if they weren't using the original like story plot or the story um article, they did a good job of doing montage. Like instead of using the silver, we saw Bill's bike named Silver. Mm-hmm. And they made sure that we knew. It's like, oh I get it, silver, ha 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 ha. And also speaking of the turtle that Michael you mentioned about Pennywise's, you know, like enemy or like his biggest <laughs> weakness is a turtle. Remember when Bill goes into George's room missing him? He oh, picks turtle. up a turtle. Oh. The Lego turtle. Huh. Isn't that interesting? That. No? Hmm. So no one pays attention. Man, to if there's movies. a giant turtle battle with it in this movie, that'd be so weird. <laughs> Would you like it? No. You love well, kaiju. Depending on yeah. how they do it, I'm like, I'll yeah. like you it's love a camera. Kaiju. <laughs> I want to see the turtle battle. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's my Ninja Turtles. <laughs> 2019 Ninja Turtles 2. Let's go. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about anime with, with Jamie. Jamie. What we got this week, Jamie? Well, did you want to talk about My Hero first, or did you want to just get into... Yeah, so what was the My Hero episode this week? I don't have the name written down. Oh, yeah, because we are really bad with the names. And I want you to drop the second opening right here. Why second opening? I like second opening right here. Say second song is better than the third one. Oh well, I would say you're wrong. Well, so, no, yeah, the latest episode was called Yayo's Yayorozu Rising. Yayorozu. The names of these characters, the female characters, are so complicated in my Academia. Or maybe you don't Uraraka? Like Uraraka? Uraraka? Like that's Uraraka. Come on, man. <laughs> it's too many consonants. You Naruto. All right. Wow, Naruto. Naruto. That's an Naruto. Idiot. Hey, y'all, you got any more of them Naruto episodes? Right. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Geeko. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode, we get to see the battles between the students paired up versus teacher. Mm. The first battle we saw was... And these are for the final exams. Yes, this is. The final exam, like, the, the, it's the written part. This is the practical part, I suppose. Yeah, the physical exam. Yeah. So because... We think, well, they think that teachers are too overpowered, so they have handicap of, you know, somehow carrying the half of their weight. Yeah, cause it's the, like Dumbledore fighting Harry Potter and... and or not and to more, fighting Drake, Hokage. Drake. Drake? What? Draco? Malfoy. Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, I was doing Draco. Drago. Um, so, not only he, uh, teachers have handicap, but also the goal of this mission is that either you immobilize a teacher or you escape. The setting that was given to you mm-hmm. because by doing so they learn that there's there are always two options in, when it comes to fighting villains is either you beat them or you get away to gather more reinforcement and come back again yeah 
so we get to see the pair of the what was the first pair? Chiyu, the froggy girl versus the dark shadow guy. What was his name? I keep forgetting his name. The bird boy. Yeah, I, so I we name. Dark Shadow. It's called that. Dark Shadow. I'm sorry. We're really bad with the names. So we see that pair first versus the teacher who looks just like a villain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but his power is a clone. Yeah, he creates like ectoplasm clones like 30 at a time, or he can make a giant Godzilla size mm-hmm. one. And um, some people have really chew, um, really big issue with Chuyu having certain face. Remember like when she was stuck in the thingy? like making like the bukkake face yeah exactly it's like was that really necessary was it the fan service was that, that no actually fan service i wonder like it had to be do you fans just have dirty minds <laughs> i mean i'm looking at you i didn't think about that when i saw that scene wait, wait. well it's because she like she hides something in her stomach and spits yeah, it out so like she's got like a like a daze like daze a, a and face. what is it called <laughs> Hago, hago, that thing in the internet where you like open your mouth and stick out your tongue. Ahegao. Whatever. Whatever. Um, So we see that pair fighting. And while this is happening, we also hear um, Midoriya talking to the recovery girl about how all the the pairs are being paired based on their weakness. So we get to see each character's strength and their weakness and how... They're working together as a team and what they need to work on. Mm-hmm. And it changes depending on what the the teacher they're fighting is quirk is. Mm-hmm. It changes depending on who the characters are themselves. So sometimes it's like a physical weakness mm-hmm. that they have to overcome. Sometimes it's like an emotional one, which is the main point of this, this, this episode, yeah. which is Yayoruzu and Todoroki. Yeah. So, Fire nice guy and the girl that can create things. Yes. So going into that, long story short, they go against Eraser and eventually they win because event... Initially, it was uh, Todoroki who took initiative of planning everything. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of, you know, um, they're both like, oh, he's like a super powerful. Um, he is. He like, is hero, and they're fighting somebody who can erase quirks. So basically, like, makes uh, negates their powers. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, at the beginning, he was kind of manhandling or man explaining to explaining Yaroshi, <laughs> you know, like, what, what was going to happen. But eventually the plan doesn't work out. And that's when Todoroki realized that maybe he wasn't really fully listening to um, Yayo. I'm just going to call it Yayo. He wasn't so in touch here. with his comrade's feelings. Like, Which is... They, like, there were mm-hmm. signs that she wanted to talk to him about something before the fight. But he didn't really acknowledge them because he's not. He, he has no empathy because he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> so he needs to work on being yeah, you know, so his more understanding empathy. Yeah. and communication skill. We start with that by recovery. This episode starts with recovery girl talking about communication skill. And then you say like super communication skills. <laughs> like what? It is a skill, you know. Yeah. Um. But overall, we have a very emotional scene of Yayo talking about you know she feels really small because her and both Todoroki were they got into school by being recommended. But then, while Todoroki made such improvements, she feels she can't do anything. Yeah, because he's got like you know main character armor, and he, yeah, does, he does everything and awesome. And she's like you know a female protagonist in a show in anime, mm-hmm. so she's got zero role. And she makes a point that they were both like the only two people in her class recommended to be mm-hmm. in the school. So uh, he, she feels like his accomplishments have far, and they do, it have is. far <laughs> outshadowed hers. So she feels insecure about that. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of like the episode is basically her building, like getting her confidence back. How Yayo got her groove back, essentially. <laughs> and actually, that also shows um, how the Eraserhead, he's 
very empathetic and very he's a softie because he's a good teacher. the <laughs> reason why he got beat down is because he hesitated the last minute and he kind of handed the win to Yayo. Did. did you get the implication? I did. I believe his story. I feel like he. You believe his story? No, yeah. I don't. Because recovery goal goes. Oh, you know, at the end of the day, he's a softie. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to Raraka and the Belly Boys fight a versus the thirteen. Oh yeah, we. It was whatever. Yeah. Oh uh, well, no. The way the scene was was kind of weird. The Belly Boy going, Raraka, you like Deku, don't you? I mean, it's true. So. It is true, but, but it was a good episode because I, this my hero in this episode is kind of simplifying what was the best parts for me. And Naruto were like at, as prime. Naruto was an anime that was like excellent because it's it developed each of its side characters as well. So you end up caring about all of them. You get attached and invested. Yes, rather than just have like a Goku character or <laughs> Ichigo, where like everything revolves around them. They're the most powerful. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always waiting for them to show up to like fix the mm-hmm. issue. Like having the other characters you also care about create like it helps create stories that you care about. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they ever they do like you know side missions. Now you'll actually have an investment in those characters rather than just be like, oh, can't wait until this is over till we get to the main <laughs> character stuff. Agreed. Agreed. Do you think the next episode is gonna be about you know Deku and Bakugo versus All Might? No, it seemed like for the preview, wasn't the next episode gonna be? The hilarious matchup of the perverted oh, yeah. kid with the great the purple boy <laughs> the, versus the, the ball the powers dom- with the dominatrix girl teacher yeah the teacher who's dominatrix oh or, god or, or the, what was the title the title was hilarious I don't remember strip something something oh really yeah it was <laughs> so how do you read it this episode yeah like I always love my hero so it's like I I could say everything's perfect vision but I. Again, I think I'm like more than passable. More than passable yeah. here too. I don't know. Maybe I couldn't get into it as much. I don't know. Really, I was really invested. I mean, in I the, was invested, but compared to like other episodes, I found myself getting slightly distracted. Yeah, well, because it's Yayo. Uh, <laughs> like you, until this episode, we didn't really know anything about her other than no. that she was like you know a friendly rich girl. And this is my thing. I mean, I always hate the character about like oh you know I feel so small because I'm comparing myself to other people. I'm like shut up. Your confidence comes from within yourself. That's a good life lesson. A lot of people don't have that. So well, it's good to have that play out in a story. Well, that you all should know that never compare yourself to other people. You have your own standard and the only person you need to satisfy is yourself. No one else. Oh, that's a message from Jim. Truly and outrageous. And <laughs> truly outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Okay, Michael, lessons? wake up. We are going to talk about something that you also get I'm to not, join. I'm not sleeping. Said, wake up. <laughs> I'm getting my news ready. Me? <laughs> huh? What? Huh? Yeah. Anime, love it. Oh, my God. Ooh. My hero's the best. <laughs> my hero. Um. So we waited. Spoilers for my... Wait, my hero? What? what? My, I mean, my, if you want to call it, sure. Was it Madoka Magica? Was it? La Puella? Madoka Magica, yeah. Puella... Magic, oh god, <laughs> the full title would be Puella Maji Madoka Magica. We pray for hope, embrace curses, and protect you from the dark. We're magical girls, so we continue our fight. Do you think you can beat me? I can outlast you, that's for sure. Running back into your own little time again, huh? Yeah, but what? Why is this happening? Why are you doing this to us? Tell me right now or I'll end you! Oh, 
I end up as this? Wait, I shouldn't? Like you said, they're what we become. Go figure, I'd sympathize with her. She's the law of cycles, and one day, she'll take us too. And that's what bothers me. I should be the only one. I'm sure you didn't really want to know the truth. And yet, you couldn't bear it if you didn't seek it out. Human curiosity is quite fascinating. Tomura, you really shouldn't go off by yourself like that. Let's talk about it. Let's Loquisha, talk about Loquisha, it. Loquisha. Spoilers. Wait, this is my corner. Wait, before we go into... Oh, okay, no spoilers. I wanna... <laughs> Michael! Jamie. Please tell me what you thought of it without spoiling it. We wait for you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't you uh, retell the synopsis again, just in case? Hey, yeah, for those that didn't listen to our last podcast, we did a non Me and Jamie did a non-spoilers review for Madoka Magica. It's a Sailor Moon-esque anime. Well, we watched three movies that are a synopsis of the anime. Well, two are... The, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Two two are, and the third movie is kind of like a epilogue. it's a continuation of it, but it's yeah questionable. So basically, the plot wise, oh, this is a really long plot. Mm-hmm. Basically, we have the main girl called Madoka Kaname, and she meets this mysterious creature called Kube, and Kube suggests that she becomes a magic girl in return. He will fulfill one wish yes because there are da, creatures da, called da. witches that attack the city and if you become a magical girl you, you can help fight, fight them, them. Yay! yay save the world just like sailor Bye-bye! moon oh wait <laughs> it's not <laughs> and michael so with this synopsis please go on okay so i watched the madoka magica or magica madoka whatever the fuck it's called madoka magica <laughs> Fine, you can call it Madomaji. Some people actually call it um Namam. Yeah, Madomaji. Hmm. You know, based on, you know, Jordan saying, Oh, I want Michael to watch it. I'm not gonna spoil it. Mm-hmm. So I went and watched it. <laughs> and I sat through the movie like I- I'll say the first movie I was sitting staring at the screen like I'm bored. <laughs> and so I'm texting Jordan the whole time, like <laughs> I'm fu- like I fell asleep several times. Like it took me at least three days just to watch the first movie because I kept falling asleep. Jordan fell asleep too during the first movie. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> said off in the, in the first review too that you know this Sailor Moon genre isn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple of points where I was falling asleep in the first movie, but it was after a certain scene. Yeah, I woke up kind of like in but even with, when uh, even when it. that happened, like I was like, okay, what's going on? But then it went back to the beginning tropes again, and I was like. All right, it started to get interesting, but now I'm getting bored again. Like I, I kept, fall, I kept falling asleep, and so I was texting Jordan like, "You gave this a perfect vision." Like I'm bored. Like what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> and then he said the same thing. He was like, "Well, I'm watching Buffy right now, and I'm bored too." So I'm like, "Well, fuck you." It's true, Buffy sucks. <laughs> Whatever, fuck you. So. Did you wait go for the second movie? I, I was gonna say. I, I saw. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep watching. I'm, I'm like struggling to get through it. And then finally I got to the second movie. <laughs> and then once they started going into her mm-hmm. backstory, I was like, 
okay, I'm into it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after that, anybody would get into it. Yeah, that's what hooks you once you start getting to the real main character's yeah. backstory. Yeah, because she definitely, I don't know why Madoka, she shouldn't be the main no. character. Madoka <laughs> like, is potato girl. Honestly, I don't care she, about her. She's potato a potato girl. Yeah. She's, a, she's a plot device. She's a plot device. She's that's a plot what device. she is. Even like the, the American voice acting, I was like, she's getting on my nerves. Oh, you, oh, watch you watch, no, you should watch Dub. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, watched it on, I watched it on Netflix and it was just. We watch, what? what? We watched sub on yeah, Netflix. We watched sub. Oh, well, it didn't give me that option. Oh, oh weird. Interesting. So, yeah, it was. Oh, I love you. Yeah. I hate that fucking voice. Jesus. No wonder you thought the voices were yeah. annoying. I was like, yeah, they're high pitched, but it's basically voice Japanese voices. No, yeah. the, vo- the voice was annoying. Oh, <laughs> At least yeah. her voice. Oh, okay. So, yeah, once they started getting to uh, her. The other girl's backstory. I'm Homura. not gonna, yeah, Homura, her backstory. That's when I started to get into it. Yeah. And that's when I'm looking at the screen like <laughs> I'm like glued. I'm like, what Scoot. the fuck is going on? I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it's dark. It's really, really I'm like, dark. where are they going with this? I'm like, okay, now I can see why Jordan got it. Jordan and Jamie like it. But I will say I didn't like the ending. No, me either. No, no, no. Wait, third movie ending or second movie ending? The third movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I didn't like how the series ended. Me either. But Jamie. <laughs> third movie is an option that you like, can take. Perfect Vision, if you want to take remember it, you take I, it. I mentioned that I was still like 30 minutes out from watching the end of the third movie. Yeah. Yeah. So what I thought it was going to end, I was like, wait, there's still like another half hour to this shit? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> So I didn't like how they wrapped they it up They take all. like double turns when it comes to ending. You know, like we think it's going to end like this, but then it didn't. Okay, maybe this is an ending, but it doesn't. But yeah, but overall, like the premise itself, like I find I found that fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like that's what kept me interested. Like even though there was parts that were boring me, I was still interested in the premise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what kept me going until it actually kept me going. Like the story itself kept me going. So I think because of that and also because of the fact that I was falling asleep in the first movie. Like it, I didn't really start getting interesting until mm-hmm. halfway to into the second movie. Mm-hmm. I will give it a low more than passable. Huh. Okay. I think I would give it a solid more than passable. No, you give first and second movie perfect vision and the third movie you give it. No, I couldn't even say that. Like I thought it was going to end differently in the third movie. So it would have been like two thirds of the entire series would be good because I liked like half of the first movie, all the second movie, and then half of the uh, How does your movie. rating go from perfect vision and it all drops down? I watched the end. <laughs> the so end what, what if you separate the third movie? Just would, first two. It would probably still be more than passable because half of the first movie I was kind of bored by. Well, you, weren't you bored by it because you assumed, like, I'm going to quote you. You said you didn't give a fair shake. I didn't give it a fair shake, but it's also not my thing. So I, my own personal rating, I would give it more than passable. You mad? <laughs> she <laughs> she's is. Like, she's like, you better give it a perfect. <laughs> I mean, she said this was like her top one of her this top is five. Like, this is my top five anime. Well, your top five anime ends really weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, do you want to get into spoilers now? I guess we're getting into spoilers. 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 Also kind of a horror. Spoiler alert! <laughs> oh, oh, man, that was this, terrible. This is a horror. <laughs> big, big Bird? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you guys. So if you pay very close attention to this entire anime, then you get the hint of Homura, the black-haired girl, being a time traveler. You probably both missed it because you both were falling asleep. I didn't get that hint in the first movie. Because you you missed that line twice. About what? About her being a time traveler. You missed it because you fell asleep and I woke you up twice. 
on the same scene because we rewind and I was like, hey, you have to watch this and you fell asleep again. Oh, no, no, they did mention it. You're right. Because they say that like, oh, you're some kind of time traveler. But it, but you don't know what that means in the second movie. So it's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> it's like a throwaway line until you actually see it happen. But it's still a hint. Yeah, it's still a hint. But you didn't catch or that. Or Cube hinted like when they said like, who is she? Like, did you make her a magical girl? He's like, I don't know. She's an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so overall, I guess the first big twist that we have from this anime is that Mommy, the yellow um, magical girl who, you know... The first magical girl the that, that, introduces, that, one that introduces... You. Yeah, Madoka and her best friend Sayaka is her name? Yeah, Sayaka. Yeah, to Sayaka. the magical girl Sayaka. world. Sayaka. 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 Emphasis on the wrong word. It's Sayaka, Mickey. Okay, Sayaka. Um, so she... Who I thought was going to be like the mentor magical girl. Yeah. She gets her head bitten off yeah. by a like, witch <clears throat> halfway into the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the moment where I had to rewind and be like, wait, what? What happened? <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> so that you got this like the veneer of this like, you know, this cutesy magical girl anime, and then suddenly this girl's head's getting bitten off. And I'm like, is there a way to fix that? Like, I mean, that's the reason. <laughs> out of that. nowhere. Yeah, out of that's nowhere. That's the reason why Homer was trying so hard to stop um mommy from going in she said i got this i'll take care of it you just get out but at the time i didn't really the care mommy about mommy got arrogant like i didn't really care about the characters mommy so it wasn't until what made it a perfect vision for me before i saw the end of the third movie was the character development that happened in the second movie through all of the replays of the timeline yeah because the of home around yeah so I, I, started, I cared about them because she cared about them so much and they did a really good job of and like, the thing is they didn't get into that until like maybe 30 minutes or so into the second movie. So like yeah. the first 30 minutes in the first movie of the second movie, I was still bored until they started going into that. Then I started to get interested. Then retroactively, I cared more. And then I'm like, oh my God, mommy still died in this timeline. Then I cared more about the character. Yeah, so that's why I give it a low because it wasn't until that moment I started like before, like, before like I'll just start the movie just from that. Take all that away. I don't care. Yeah. They should, they spend a lot of time showing a lot of backstories and like who they are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first turn is that it was mommy's death. That everybody yeah. gets all shocked. The second turn that we find out is that the soul, the creation of soul gem, and what it is. Yeah. Because soul gem literally means your soul. Cube is like he gives you that really good pitch, <laughs> but he's just like, I'm not lying. It's just a mission of the truth. Yeah, he's like he's like one of those <laughs> genies where you it's like ask, where so you're like, you. I wish to be rich, and then like your mother dies, and you find out she has money. Yeah, and you're like, but. <laughs> You say you That's not what rich. I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, you did. You said you wanted to be rich. Yeah, he tells you who grants you any wish to help you fight, you know, witches, mm-hmm. and be a magical girl, and give you cool powers. Yeah. Well, and by doing so, you need a soul gem. And in order to get the soul gem, they he literally take your essence, your soul, out of your body. And you have that in a real tiny little like egg shape. Yeah, that gem. was the first what the fuck. <laughs> like, was like, that, wait, so my body isn't my own anymore? It's if like, your body, you're dead. Your body's dead. Yeah. You only carry the essence in your hand. So like if the soul gem is like 100 meter away from you, your body will collapse. Your like body's your, your just Your body's like, the vessel for the like energy. It's like a meat bag. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you also do that because that way you get to be a magical girl and you don't feel pain. That's when we also find out that just like Vampire's Diary, you get to disconnect yourself from yeah. all the pain, all the emotion. Yeah, but you're stuck because yeah. you're you're basically becoming a magic girl. You're in the cycle of you're fighting witches. You become a magic girl to fight witches, but by fighting witches as a magic girl, you slowly become a witch yourself. And that is the third turn. The third yeah. huge um plot twist is that the creatures that they were fighting actually were ones magic girls. Yeah, it becomes a cycle. You become a magic girl. 
you fight the math witches, but by doing so, your soul engine gets tainted, and at one point, sooner or later, you become witch. And this is a really weird explanation about Cubay harvesting energy from the world and from that's the how witches. They, yeah, that's how it's, they, okay, the witches. So that's how they get energy. It's a simple science the moment called thermal. A uh, thermal. A simple something, science. Something, something. Basically, look, look the heat. Dr. Jamie over thermodynamics. here. Thermodynamics, thank you. So it takes more Simple. energy for you to burn things <laughs> off than the original energy that it was there before. Mm-hmm. So therefore, for the little girl's hope to become despair, that creates a lot more energy than the hope itself. Mm-hmm. And Cuba needs that. A cube, whatever race he's a part Incubators. of. Incubators. Yeah, they literally suck the energy out of the transformation of magic girls becoming witches. So that's what he wants. His, his ultimate goal was like, yeah, I become a magic girl because I really want you to become a witch so I take out your energy. So <laughs> basically, like, Yo, he's treating the main kindness for the little girls as a livestock. Yeah, basically. And then at one point, I think Madqua does ask, like, don't you feel bad? And then Cubic goes, do you feel bad about, you know, all the chicken and yeah, all the meat that you eat? Do you feel bad? It's just part of cycle. I don't feel bad for you. You're just part of livestock. And, it's, and then they zoom in on and his he's like, we yeah, treat, yeah. He's like, we treat, we treat you guys better than you treat cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the beady eye. We grant you a wish. Isn't that great? He's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no. No, this is not what I wanted. Because a lot cool. of us do stupid wishes. <laughs> so all the, with all these turns, um, this is the greatest like uh, genre bend I've ever seen on any anime ever. Yeah, that gives you all like the genre back like backlashes of like mm-hmm. like oh you think it's this way? No, it's actually this way, and this is why this is. And it's like that keeps you interested in the story, but what gets you interested in the characters is when they re- reveal what Homura's role is. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you look at the history of Homura. a magical girl um, trope, is that back in the nineties it was just magical girls just being magical girls, right? Mm-hmm. And that eventually it slowly she developed into something more gruesome or comical. Like, is it a zombie is an anime where the guy becomes a magic girl what? and then it gets really, it's really gory and it's really funny. Okay. So they took a little different twist and then Mask and Madoka came out. Madoka had a really dark twist after this. Now, uh, it's not in this season, but like, I think it was like last season or if it was like the season ended. But there is this anime called the Magical Girl Project. Basically, it's like a battle royale with magical girls. Okay. Little girls killing each other. Gotcha. So, so Madoka <laughs> actually... from Magical Girls. Madoka invented a whole new genre of magical girl. Like dark... Like violent turn, magical and Violent and dark magical girl. And also there's another anime that's going to come out. <laughs> it's called Magical Girls Sight. And I think it also is kind of like magical girls killing each other or something like that. So this anime okay. actually... Created is, a genre. Yeah, I was going to say, exactly. I want to say that fight between Homura and, uh, and Mommy... In the flash, and the, the oh, in the third movie, in the, oh, third the third movie, movie, that was great. That was dope. <laughs> that, yeah, was, that was oh, the, all the bullets flying. The cool yeah. thing about her, her power is just stopping time. Mm-hmm. And then you know what it is? It's because like the the through like the flashbacks and learning how meek of a character she was at first, and how her love for Madoka is what transitioned her from being like a meek nobody to like a badass with like mm-hmm. guns and all this other crap. She becomes the punisher of lolis. Like So <laughs> let's actually talk about how like who Homura is and what she became. So Homura okay. is once again is a girl who's dressed in purple and she has purple eyes and she has dark hair. She shows up in the movie and or the show hair. as so long and fabulous. She always does that. And that really weird like My original joke though. was her her before we found out who she was, my joke was like her wish was to have the perfect hair. <laughs> Every time she turned her head, like, (laughs) L'Oreal. So, originally, we see her as a transfer student, and she asked, the first time she talks to Madoka is that, are you you happy with the way things are right now? 
if you are, don't change. Just be who you are. And she seemed like an antagonist at first. Absolutely, because to us, like to the original cast, which is you know Madoka, Sayaka, and Mommy, she always comes in and she's trying to attack their quote unquote friend Kube, mm-hmm. without really explaining anything. Like that's, how that's we first one thing that she meet really, Kube. He's yeah, being, he's, he's being, being ripped apart ripped. by. Uh, Homura. 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 Like, Homura does a bad job explaining things. And yeah. originally... There was a reason. <laughs> and there, there was a reason why yeah. later we figured that out. Um, overall, but she's a character eventually we learn in the second movie is that she has a power of time travel. And yes. also, she gets to bend um, space, too. That's how she has all the weapons in her sleeve, mm-hmm. like, behind the shield. Originally, in she's the very... She's Nakamura. Better. <laughs> so, <laughs> much better. so much yeah. better. So more badass. So originally, the very first time that Humura became a magical girl and also met... Um, it's like the Flash. Like the timeline Madoka. that we start with in the first movie isn't the original timeline. It's not. It's so, so we, cool to me. I'm like, oh, okay. So we in go back to our original timeline and we find out that um, Humura was bedridden in the hospital for six months. Mm-hmm. She came out. She's timid, very meek, shy. She transferred and then she gets friends with Madoka. Mm-hmm. And then one day, Humura... Who, who's in the original timeline is bubbly. Yes, super and, bubbly, and, super outgoing. Yeah. Um. Then one day, Homer wanders into the labyrinth and sees the witch. And then Mommy and Madoka saves her, and that's where she finds out that they're the Masked Girls. Mm-hmm. And essentially, the original Homura is like a Madoka. She just follows the Masked Girls and just travel with them, but mm-hmm. she's not a Masked Girl. Yep. Until the very end. Yeah. Where. Madoka is trying to beat this. It's really long. What name. was the name? The final. This uh, German name. Some German name. Yeah. But basically, it's like the, the mother of all witches. Yeah, they said it so many town. times. Now that, I can't even remember. That apparently, so it can end the earth like within ten days. Yeah. So if they don't stop it, basically, it's gonna destroy the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the irony is, if you, it's so powerful that the, if you kill the witch, you become a witch. Yeah. So and, oh, you can give it. And then Madoka beats it. And then Madoka is about to die, and you see her gem so dark that she's about to turn to witch. Mm-hmm. And Homura, unable to do anything, she's crying, she's on her knees, and then that's when Cupid shows up, and he goes, well, you want to save her? Beady eyes. Mm-hmm. You can if you become a magical girl and make a wish. And, and she wish, has the best wish. <laughs> she wishes for this. She wishes that she can go back in time to save Madoka. Yeah. So they go back. Yeah, she says, I wish I have the power to go back and save her. Yeah. And so they, and so mm-hmm. the, basically the entire story takes place within like a month. It gets looped over One and over month. again. Like from the time that she gets over and over introduced again. to the class to when they fight the mother of all witches. And I will say though, like they didn't explain why she loves this girl so much. No, I mean it. I'm like, what do you they mean? Show, it, what do you mean they show? You fight to save her over and over again so many times. The love like becomes stronger each time. No, but I'm saying why? Why she start like because why she Homura, loves her so much? Because Homura, a shy girl who yeah. just got into society, she, she accepts no one. But then Madoka like straight up jumps. She's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be your friend. Hey, I'm gonna help you. Hey, I think you're cool." Like she's encouraging her to be a better person. She's encouraging her to you know come out of her shell. It yeah, starts but I, like I that. mean, I get that. But it it's starts like, like the this love, innocent and pure. Like she loves her so much. It's no, obsessed. Like that's the thing. It's because she's done this a thousand times, over and over more. and over again. Yeah, it's like if you die. Once, I was like, I was like, she doesn't feel that way about Sayaka, her mommy. She's just all Madoka. No, because she wasn't close is, to them. No, she wasn't. In the original timeline, was Sayaka even a factor? Sayaka, she wasn't even there. No, Say- I think Sayaka was a factor, but eventually, you know, you don't see her at the end because she becomes a witch. Oh, true, 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 true. But yeah, so like the the relationship is really between Madoka and, and Homura. And Homura, 
And every time she goes, like, so it starts off like, I want to save my friend. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, I want to save this person I love so much because you have to keep seeing them die. Over, over and, and over. over. You keep trying different again. ways to save them. I mean, over and over. At one point, Homura had to kill Madoka. Yeah, that was like the most like, whoa, old like, yeller shoot status. shoot her in the face. Yeah, no Georgie. That was dark. <laughs> that was dark and in one of the timelines. She's like, I don't want to become a witch. Yeah, please kill please me. Please kill me. And it's like, oh God. Homura pulls a gun out. So eventually what she finds out is that. And she has, and what was really cool about Homura is that she's got no physical attack power. Her power is only the first time. I was going to get to that. Yeah. Yeah, because in the beginning, the very first time she becomes a magic girl and she's trying to figure out her power is that um, she... Like her physical power doesn't necessarily get stronger. She can only t- stop time yeah, for a certain Saga's amount of time. Yeah, Saga's got like a sword. Mommy's got like ma- guns she can materialize. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madoka has like a, a bow, bow and arrow. She's the pink ranger. She's a pink yeah, ranger. basically. Bow and arrow. But eventually what um, <laughs> Homer does is that she power of a bomb. gun <laughs> she makes bomb at home remember oh yeah she makes bombs first and eventually you know it became a hindrance because when it blows up it can also kind of hurt the magical girls too mm. so what she does she starts stealing guns does she go like everywhere. an armory or something she go- that's later on so oh. at the beginning she i think she goes to like like a gang like I don't know. All I know is that this little twelve-year-old girl was strapped the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, like she had every missile, every she had yeah, she machine, had a whole bunch of machine gun, <laughs> missile, machine gun, and she'll basically and stop time. time. All the guns. Yeah. She'll stop time, pull out some guns, fire them, <laughs> and <laughs> unfreeze time. And it's just like bullets and gunfire mm-hmm. everywhere. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, I, I'm t- the way the animation was done was so beautiful, including like the witches too, the creatures. It's interesting. It's very yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. Like if you the whole look animation at it, scheme changes. If you look yeah. at it very carefully, it, because they're in a different dimension, if you look at them very carefully, you can see the aspect of them being a masked girl. Like sweets, like ribbons, or like ballerina. Those are still the aspect of them being a masked Sayaka girl in like the a, past. Like had like a knight theme. She was of. a knight, but with a giant bow. Yeah. She was a knight because she was a knight with a sword. Yeah. But it's really the, that anchor that emotional anchor of mm-hmm. homura's story that's what makes me and michael invested i think that's really what the core of the mm-hmm. anime is because once once you see the bullshit she's gone through like a, an, an infinite number of times mm-hmm. to see her character go from like one end of the spectrum to the complete other based on sheer Badass. willpower then you're invested <laughs> but at the same time here's a sad sad twist from that is that the more she repeated the going back in time to save madoka that karmatic energy became the reason why Madoka has such huge potential of being a magic girl and the yeah. reason why Cubing is so obsessed trying to convince Madoka to become a magical girl. And also their relationship is damaged. Because he's, mm-hmm. he's almost like Pennywise. He's like, all oh, that energy. I want to yeah. eat it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm drooling. Mm-hmm. And there were some timelines where she became a witch after fighting that thing and became like the most powerful witch oh, yeah. in existence. Yeah. That witch... Um, if you look it up, you don't really get to see the whole design. If you watch the anime, if you look it up and there are like screenshots of it, it's a mountain. It's a fucking giant mountain it's, with the face of half moon and half sun. I'm like, you it's are. so kind of fucked up because once in one of the timelines, once she becomes a witch, and Kyubei's like, she's going to destroy the planet. Yeah. And, and and Hilmar is like, can you help us? She's like, no, it's humanity's problem now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you I'm, I'm out. Fuck. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. I got enough energy, so I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. that's what he yeah, says. Yeah, we got like, enough energy. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> like right there, Madoka gave me enough energy, so I don't need any more. I met my quota. Thanks, bye. It's like, what happened to the livestock analogy? <laughs> this is way worse. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But um, just over all these twists, um, that's the reason why I like this anime is that I like 
dark animes mm-hmm. that also flips your expectation. Could, like, that is so many times. Can can we talk about this ending? Can we? Can the third we... movie. Okay, before we get there, we have to explain how the movie ended. So basically, okay. long story short, Madoka still becomes a magical girl, and her wish is that she's gonna. She finds a loophole. End. Basically, yeah, she does. She wishes that she can. That there are no such thing as witch. That she has the power to remove all witches. I said witches. Witches, witches from the past, present, and future. Yeah. So just to make it, she sound becomes very, a lowly god. Yeah, <laughs> we call it lowly god. So here's the thing. The law cycle. I'm gonna read wiki. After these revelations, Madoka decides to become a magical girl with the wish to stop all witches in the past, present, and future before they're created. The scope of this wish rewrites the history and the mm. laws of the universe, and her existence as a human girl is erased from time. Instead, she transcends into a cosmic a phenomenon called the Law of Cycles, which appears to all masked girls at the moment before they become witches and rescues them by taking them away to a heavenly paradise. So, but even in that ending, at the end of the second movie, it's not even a happy ending. It's like bittersweet. It's yeah. bittersweet. It's like the, she won. And yeah, they they, they remove the power of the witches, but they're still they're still magical girls. She's Madoka's completely forgotten. That's except, part for, of except for Homura. Homura remembers her. She's the only the one that remembers. Yeah, and then even her mom doesn't remember her. Yeah, yeah, no one else remembers. Like she doesn't exist. Well, anymore. her little brother remembers. Yeah, her little Madoka, brother remembers. Madoka. Well, yeah, I found that weird kid. too. Yeah, a little kid. But yeah, it's just it's bittersweet because it's like Sayaka still dies, like, and it's like they they might not become witches anymore. But there is a limit to how long you can be a magic girl before you cease to exist. So it's like you didn't really win. Like Kyuubi's still, Kyuubi's th- still a thing. Kyuubi still, still is an a asshole. thing. Yeah, but still then... an asshole. And now instead of witches are called, what were they called? Nightmares? The, no, wraith. No wraith. Wraith. wraith in the first one. But then you don't die. Like they're not witches. Wraith is just like, um, like um, that's a new, maiming that's a new emotion thing. of like negative yeah, that's a energy. New thing. But you still die. Tiny little thing. No, you don't die. Wraiths are not people. They're no, not people. No, magical girls still die. Oh yeah, they die. Yeah, but they <laughs> so get like, taken to heaven. Please. I don't care. It's, I'm like, there should have been. I, I'm like, yo, you couldn't put a clause in there where you don't die at all. And everybody's like a legit magical girl, like like I'm used to seeing. I mean, which also, but that's not in itself like a bad thing. Like it's this bittersweet ending, but it's still like okay. That's kind of why I liked it. And then the third movie happens, and it delivered a lot of things that I wanted to see in the first two movies, which is to say being happy, being happy, <laughs> but also. There was a moment where they actually were Sailor Moon. They had like an actual group transformation. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was cute. Yeah, Aww. I was like, this is why. But the, even the, the transformation whole transformation was dark, wasn't it? Like they're yeah. like ripping out of their old self, or like. Yeah, it was dark. Mm. But at the same time, yeah, that was weird. Like, right? Like she's like her magical form is over here, and then she runs. She runs into it. She <laughs> runs like, into what, it. What kind of transformation <laughs> is this? The entire time, <laughs> the first half of the movie, I'm sitting there going. This is all nice. This is all. This is all exactly where it should have been. When is that other foot gonna drop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna bullshit. Drop. I know this. She's gonna drop, and it did. It did because eventually we find out that the world is fake. In the third movie, once again, the first and second movies are the remake, or rather, like recap of the whole season of anime, twelve episodes. The third movie is completely different. That now this is what happens after Madoka becomes. The law of the cycles. Mm-hmm. And we see all the girls, everybody, Mami, Sayaka, Kyoko. The five of them. The five of them, basically. Like all different colors. team of magical girls. And with, and with Bebe. The thing that yeah, kills Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Called Bebe, like the witch, but in a really cute form. Yeah. Well, she is part of the team somehow. And then Homura, as being Homura, eventually realizes that something's wrong with the town. 
they can't get out of town. They can't go to the next neighborhood town. Mm-hmm. And she realized that, you know what? They're stuck. They're stuck in the witch's deliverance because she remembers that she mm-hmm. wasn't fighting. At that point, I'm like, I rape. knew it. I knew this shit was going to be good. <laughs> and then she put the pieces together, such as, you know, no one should be able to remember Nightmare or Wraith because they all died except Wraith. You know, like um, before Wraith and Nightmare happened, she puts the pieces together. She's thinking that it was Bebe. Yeah, she thought Bebe was a, a witch. Because somehow. she was a witch before. Yeah, she was yeah. a witch before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hunting her down, then that's when the epic battle between Mommy and Homura starts. That all the bullets. Yeah. That was an amazing, amazing, amazing battle. It was awesome. Eventually, nothing comes out of it. That's when uh, Sayaka, the blue hair girl, shows up. She took, she takes Homura away, trying to talk to her, asking like, "So, let's say this is what she's doing. What if one of us, like, let's say one of us are witches? What are you gonna do about it?" She's like, "You know what I'm gonna do." And then Sayaka kind of shows there's something interesting happening behind Sayaka in her shadow. You see a witch, like the witch form of her in the shadow, and then she disappears. Later on, fast forward. Fast forward. <laughs> we found out there was Homura who was a witch, mm-hmm. because she finds out by leaving her soldier behind, and she's driving so far, far away, and she's still the same. And once she realizes she's a witch, the world starts crumbling down. Mm-hmm. The and further that, she gets from her soul gem, the uh-huh. world starts crumbling. Because the revelation sets in that uh-huh. if I'm she, not a magic girl. Yeah, if she can get that far away from her gem, that she has to be the one that mm-hmm. is actually the the witch. It's like Inception. <laughs> Yes. And up at that point, I was down with this. I was like, okay, I don't like the fact that she died. How the hell did she become a witch? Like, I had all these questions, but I was still along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And then you find out, you know, Kyube comes in. Kyube tell, comes in. Tells her, like, you know, it's funny that. Who's like, pretending to be just a regular, like, Yeah, she cat. was. Like, he was. Yeah, and I was like, Q! Q! <laughs> I'm like, fuck but that the, thing. You know it's evil. But yeah, even then, it showed a close-up. Like, the first time Homer started to realize something's not right, uh-huh. they did a close-up on the eyes. Yeah. I'm like, Kill. suspect that motherfucker. <laughs> Don't Burn trust it. him. Kill him with the fire. <laughs> but once Homer realized that Cube explains that apparently, um, just like any other witch, um, the magical girls, her soldier was about to get corrupted. And before she was taken by Madoka, who is the cycle... The law, the law of the cycles. Mm. They somehow intercepted. They separate a soldier from her body, and they wondered what would happen. Eventually, when witches are born, they create a labyrinth around them that people can wander mm-hmm. into. But in this in case, reality, they made created, a labyrinth within her. Within her, so she created she a whole new world. Yeah. No, she didn't do it. It was actually it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be possible. But then what? Cube, the incubators fucked with it so incubators fucked with the power deliverance so eventually the real people in real life were pulled back into the world that was created within her right, not to overcomplicate things for people who haven't seen it since there are probably some people listening that haven't seen this True. but like where where it lost track at least for me is once this revelation happens and you find out she's a witch blah, 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 blah. madoka herself oh like that, that was one of the keys because madoka should have been there because no one else remembered her but her mm-hmm so we find out since Madoka like was actually still a lowly god, wandered into her body or mind or whatever to try and free her, but f- because it was like the prism of that illusion, illusion mm-hmm. she also forgot who she was. Mm-hmm. But once all this happens, you find out that Sayaka and her were sleeper agents, and they actually did know. Or no, it was, yeah, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte was Charlotte, a sleeper, sleeper agent. They both were. Yeah, they're like part of her or something like. Yeah, part of, part they're of the like law the liaison cycles. or like secretary. Yeah, they're part yeah. of the law of cycles, which I didn't get, but. Uh, Madoka made sidekicks for herself yes, I guess she did. But whatever the show's lonely point is at this point 
Madoka, like, it's it's everything wrapping up. Madoka's reaching out to Homura to like the saver. Yeah, and even though again it's bittersweet, Mike, she's still gonna die. That sucks. <laughs> like yeah, you might save her from being like experimented on because if they find out what Madoka is, somehow that means they can manipulate her and transform. Like maybe even bring back the law of cycle or break the law of cycles and bring back witches. So stakes are high. Madoka comes in to save her, and then she grabs her and corrupts Madoka herself and then becomes I mean, she didn't a lowly god. Her. She didn't corrupt she, her. She separated Madoka from the god thing. And became a god herself. So basically, she yeah. overthrown her. But that, like, that, that hated that. Yeah, like, I hated that too. That was a complete betrayal of like what happened in the second movie where she let Madoka go. Like, I know she didn't want to, but at the end of the day, like, that was at least character development was like, all right, like, I, this whole thing was to save you. In this way, you are being saved. But then for her to become, maybe it's because of the influence of the witch, but for her to become so selfish that she goes against Madoka's wishes where she's basically pleading with her, no, don't do it. You're going to rip me apart. And she's still like, no, it's better this thing. way. So I'm like, no, you betrayed the love and, you built. And then, so, and then they try to say, oh, this is not about despair. It's about love. No. Here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Madoka stands for selfless love. She sacrificed herself for the others. But Homura was like, fuck that, Homura selfish love. Homura is selfish love. Homura is selfish love because that she doesn't care about Madoka and her wish, the person whom she loves. All she wants is that I want you, I want you to be with me, and I want you to live a life that I think is happy, good for you. So she's saying for selfish love. I don't like that. It really corrupts the character of Homura. And maybe it's supposed to be corrupted, but like I liked... Eventually, she, like her love became obsession. It was unhealthy. That's why she was badass. It's unhealthy. <laughs> she was so badass. What she did was unhealthy and her obsession became so big and she, eventually she got twisted because she thought the whole time while Madoka was gone, she thought she was going nuts thinking maybe Madoka is a made a person because no one remembered her other than Homura. I don't know. It just betrayed the way I felt about her in the, the first two movies. Because you wanted Homer to be good. Yeah, because yeah, she, she was good at first. And then she became she a demon. She good. even said, I'm a demon. Because she's the only... The reason why they say demon and or tells Akuma is because that's be the only term that you can explain the opposition of a god. Madoka yeah, was a it. god. And obviously, if anything, you have to explain something. I so get she's it. the figure. But to the point where even at one point... Anti-god. In the illusion that she makes, the brand, the, the, the third reality she creates... That's Even at one point, Madoka is like starting to remember who she is. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I guess we'll be enemies too at some point. It's like, what? No. <laughs> like, that's maybe, not who, maybe Homer would do that to her. It's not Homer who will do it to her. It's the Madoka's duty and like who what she stands for is against Homura. And sooner or later, they will become enemy if this series continues. I don't like it. <laughs> maybe Madoka, maybe Madoka being who she is and being so powerful, maybe she get to embrace Homura and, you know, like, well, it's like but enemies her. how? Because Madoka's whole thing is to stop witches. So what is Homura's, like, why, how does that make you an enemy? Because what Homer stands for is against what Madoka stands for. Well, yeah, I get that, but so is she gonna stop her from making witches? Well, if like, Madoka yes. ever remembers, then she'll take the power back or try to. Yeah, but then Homura doesn't want that. She They'll wants her have to be to quote unquote happy in this fake reality she made. Yes. I don't like that. Like, at least in the other way, it was bittersweet, but it preserved, like, the, the purity of what Homura was trying to do. I was rooting for it. Now I'm like, of course eh, you were rooting for it. I'm kind of skewed out by it. <laughs> I mean, if you were, I mean, fine. The only reason why I gave it a lesser uh, rating is because you didn't like it. Now, that's about how you feel. Yeah. Overall, disregards your feelings, talking about plot and what it became, do you think it took a rather No, I don't think it was turn? set up well enough. I, I feel like for that 
twist to actually land. Yeah, because that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, they, they should have set it up better because it, it felt like, oh, this is the ending. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, I thought it was gonna be over when Madoka like you know was coming toward her like oh take her to heaven and that's the end like, take her to you heaven. know it's like oh that's then all of a sudden it was she just grabbed you float too yeah. <laughs> oh, no. that's not what happened hey Madoka <laughs> no what is wrong with you too <laughs> you want to live in my reality <laughs> it's like what the hell is going on and then she remade reality for a second time yeah I was like, like how many fucking times are you gonna rewrite rewrite reality Cuba's like I broke like I've never I've never seen this happen before. She's like, well, I've been through this twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grit. Like, it's it's one of those animes that like takes a little bit to rev up, but when you get into it, it's great. But then it didn't stick the landing. That's why I think it kind of faltered toward the end. But it's still a great anime. Still really liked it. And again, genre bending. Yeah, so. I still gave it a low more than passable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a solid more than passable, which is the only true more than passable according to Chris. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> Alright, with that, you want to get into news? No, it looks like Jamie was about to say oh, something. Like, something it looked like she was looking something up. What are you, looking, yeah, what are you yeah. looking up? It doesn't matter. <laughs> but guys, once again, if you want to watch a rather evolutionary anime that will completely exceed your expectation, <laughs> please watch it. And even if you know what's going to happen... This will still like take you by surprise because I've been watching this anime for so long, for so many times, and it's still I still find more things that I missed before that yeah, I didn't really get. Yeah, to even though I said to. I fell asleep, I was bored and I wasn't interested in the movie. I still say watch people that you know, if you, especially if you're an anime fan. I still say watch it. Yeah, and I feel like if you went back and rewatched the first movie, you'd see yeah, a lot of yes, it. Yeah, especially knowing you. what you know, and you go back and rewatch it. Yeah, you yeah. you get to appreciate it even more. High rewatchability for that. Yes. Yeah. And really great animation, really great design, the good music that that sets the tone. Weird music. But yeah, but definitely according to these guys, don't watch it in English because that thing was was painful. Yeah, I I, I prefer to watch anime and dub. But when I when I played it on Netflix, it automatically was in English. I was like, I guess they don't have the. Wondering why you said it with annoying voices. Like like more like this. It's like no. This is it. If I can find, I'll play the. (laughs) It was terrible. Alright, moving on. Let's get the news of the week. Alright, news. Colton Haynes has uh, said he's coming back to Arrow. Oh, right. Arsenal. Yeah. I told you last night. He's probably not going to be a regular. He's probably going to like pop yeah, up. Yeah, he's definitely not going to be a regular. He's just going to pop up for like one episode. Yeah. He's like, hey guys, I'm back. And then one yeah. episode, he'll, like, he'll wear the costume and then he'll leave. It's like, <laughs> but it's not even going to be him doing the stunt. It's his stunt double. Yeah, he's done with Teen Wolf. Now he wants to... Yeah. Oh, wait. Is he done with well, I mean, it's the That's last. It? It's the last season. Oh, it's, yeah, so, I guess. It's but yeah, because somebody somebody uh, tweeted him and asked if he was coming back, and so he said Roy's coming back very soon. And uh, Stephen Amell also came out and said, "If we end this show whenever it happens to end without seeing Roy Harper again, I think we are we will have made a very tragic mistake." Mm. So, hmm. I mean, it's it's right. It means it's a sidekick. So. <laughs> And I, I, I like him better than Speedy. Granted, she has a, she gave up the costume. I have I, I have mean, a man crush in their relationship. I, can you have a crush on someone else's relationship? I really enjoy their chemistry together. I don't know why. Whenever oh, I know why. who? Talk about Roy and Oliver. Roy yeah, and I, Oliver. Ship, I ship those two. I think it's because like I like to identify as Roy. Rolliver. Like, Rolliver. <laughs> <Roliver. laughs> yeah, that's what Robin's Wait. for. Yeah, 
I mean, if anything, I think their chemistry is more like the closest thing we've ever seen so far from like DC animation one like chemistry. Like the way they banter. Except what? Oliver is like a little bit too gloom and emo. Their chemistry is kind of like I can't put my just finger just on one. what I liked about their relationship. Is that their scenes together? Mm. I guess it maybe is the banter. Maybe that's what it is. Probably you like banter. I just hope they do my boy Roy right because they they always treat him like a side piece. <laughs> like he well, was, that's just, essentially just like what that's essentially what he's been the yeah. whole time. Even though he was like a series regular. Yeah, I know, but. <laughs> Give my man time he, to shine. That's probably why he left. Well, the sun well, no, shine. That's how he left because he was dealing with like anxiety issues. Really? Yeah, that's why he left the show. Oh wow! Yeah. Why? Because he was dealing with anxiety issues. <laughs> what was going on? I don't know. Huh? Okay. Just things. I, I guess you don't. I guess you don't need something specific to have like an anxi- anxiety attacks on set. Yeah. Basically, anxiety is like you know, like when you watch a scary movie, you hear that music is like, oh something big is gonna pop up. That music. Yeah. That music is happening the whole time. But nothing's popping out yet. Hmm. I, I thought like it was because he was leaving for a different role. I know he had like personal issues. Yeah, because he came out like after after he officially well yeah after he came out he uh, he said like why he left Arrow is because he was having like anxiety attacks and stuff like that on set and mm-hmm. and I, I think part of that is because of him hiding who he was and all that. Oh, so, wow. uh, what else? Uh, it is on track to make a hundred and three million dollars mm-hmm. at the box office. Well deserved. It's a yeah, really which fun will make it the movie. biggest domestic launch since Spider Man Homecoming, which had 117. Wow. So, that's good. With uh, in terms of the box office. Uh, speaking of box office, where is the news piece? Because this actually this summer here it is. 2017 is going to be the worst summer box office. Whoa. 2017, and really? 2017 is going to be the worst summer box office. Actually, not even just uh, from last year to, to this year, but it's like the worst box office this century. Holy shit. So like the, so like the the before the last box Empire office that lifted. was... Yeah, the last box office that was this bad, you have to go back to 1998. Whoa. What? There were good movies this year. Trump uh, elected. That, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Wait, Trump what does that have to do with everything? <laughs> Make anything political. <laughs> but yeah, but it says it's been a 14.6% drop from last summer. And yes, yeah, the uh, worst summer box office since 1998. Wow. That's so, crazy. Like, even though Spider Man. Any home, reasons why? Because most, like, if you think about a lot of the movies, the big summer movies for this summer, like, they didn't, like, make, like, The Mummy. Even, uh, oh, those count? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Last night, all yeah. That shit? Last oh. night, even though last night made money, it didn't make nearly as much as the you know the the one before that because yeah. the one before that made like over a billion dollars. This yeah, one made, made stupid money. This one made half that. <laughs> or you think about uh, Valerian that flopped. Uh, what else? Dark Tower. Yeah. A bunch of these big tempo tempo movies they flopped this summer. Oh wow. So yeah, this summer is like the worst. Like I think I think the only hits were like Wonder Woman and Spider Man and Guardians of the Galaxy and, it? and now it. What I guess it, it's not considered a summer. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, oh is September. it fall now? Yeah, it's because it's fall now. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> What's the date? But yeah, like Baywatch, all those movies, they f- they were supposed to be big summer movies and they flopped. So, wow. Uh, speaking of flops, <laughs> a-, a ABC is having uh concerns over Inhumans. <laughs> Uh, as <laughs> they should they should <laughs> it says a new report suggests ABC has some concerns over Marvel's Inhuman series and it has caused a bit of tension between 
Disney and Marvel. According to Variety, which cites unnamed sources, concerns over quality of Inhumans episodes, both the special effects of early cuts and the underpinning scripts were a source of contention. The IMAX box office numbers will do little to reverse that narrative because it only made like 1.5 million at the box office. Okay. Oh, that's low. Yeah, that's very low. And could dissuade future such hybrid strategies. So basically like movies coming out in the theaters and then coming into TV which I mean Ruined honestly it. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense to me anyway because if it's gonna come on TV like if you're gonna see it for free anyway if you're gonna do it it has to be not in humans it has to be something with an amazing spectacle Game of Thrones can get away I was gonna say oh, yeah, I was gonna say like yeah if you're gonna That'd do awesome. it like there was nothing about even that I said in my review even though I gave it a passable a low more the a low passable I was like even with that there was nothing about the show that warranted it going like, oh, this is so amazing. We got to release it in IMAX first before you see it on regular screens. Even if you liked it, you can't argue that. Yeah, even if you liked it, there was nothing about it that warranted an IMAX release that I had to pay fucking $18 (laughs) times three. (laughs) Four. You salty. (laughs) A little bit. Uh, With that, a lot of people are saying, you know, now that there's an Inhuman show, people are asking like, oh, is Kamala Khan going to show up? Because she's an Inhuman. And Jeff Loeb came out and said, at the moment, there's no plans for that to happen. That doesn't mean it won't happen. So basically the ratings. Yeah. Like, Let's get Miss Marvel. Will, Let's will get Miss Marvel. Will, will you watch it? <laughs> if yeah. you watch it, we'll put her in. Hey, look, she's right here. Look. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm good. I'm glad because I don't want her to be. <laughs> I, I want Miss Marvel to be in something good. <laughs> Do her good. So also... With that, because of the the bad news with Inhumans, because even though Agents of Shield season five has been confirmed, we still haven't gotten a trailer. Even though they're oh. fil- we still haven't gotten a trailer, even though they're filming right now, yeah. we haven't gotten a release date or anything like that. But because of the low uh, buzz with Inhumans, and more than likely it's going to probably get canceled after like the second episode, they're oh. talking that they're going to bring back season five of Inhu- of uh, Agents of Shield quicker. Good then. Then expected. Please don't let that. So, so don't let any of the stank of Inhumans rub off anywhere near my Aces of Shield. So yeah, worst so, case scenario, fucking like if if Inhumans fails, just throw like Black Bolt with Medusa into Aces of Shield for the season, like whatever. Yeah, but don't let them suck. <laughs> <laughs> if they suck, I don't want them. But yeah, but even with that, they're uh, bringing they're gonna bring back Nick Blood who played Lance Hunter from season three. Do you remember him? Uh, who who was uh, uh, Mocking Mockingbird's uh, husband? Oh, okay. No, I remember, yeah. I remember. He had a really weird accent. Yeah, he was English. Didn't they want to do like a spinoff with them? They wanted to do a spinoff, but it ended up not going anywhere. Of course not. <laughs> and then Adrian Padalecki, who was Mockingbird, she ended up getting another job. I mean, but they're bringing him, they're bringing him back in uh, season five. But anyway, it's, uh, it's saying that it's looking like, even though we still haven't seen a trailer, it's looking like uh, season five is going to start uh, November 24th. Okay. That's, I can wait. That is sooner than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely sooner. But it's still gonna get the full twenty-two episodes. Please don't, don't, don't tell me they rushed it. Don't tell oh. me that. <laughs> Why not? Uh, but it's filming, so it, they they were they were filming already. So like, okay. they just didn't. They just weren't planning on releasing it probably to like next year or something like that. So I guess they just probably have to. I'm just scared it's gonna be like a a, a drop in quality. I mean, I'm just so scared. Was I just started liking it again. Anyways, like Agent in the Shield would go strong, but then the ending was always you know, eh. Yeah, I man, that season was great. Don't don't hate but not Yeah, last season was yeah. awesome. Yeah, but the ending though, it felt like him on rushed. the moon. Well, it depends yeah, the on ending what, wasn't as good, but yeah, the ending wasn't as good. And also, it depends on what the payoff is. Like what 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 did happen? Yeah, because I suppose. 
That's what I'm hope. I'm hoping it's sword. I really hope it's sword. Doubt it though. It seems like it should definitely cross over than humans. Then mm-hmm. right. Of course, but yeah. if, it gets, yeah. if it gets canceled. <laughs> but at this point, I don't want it to cross over. No. <laughs> anyway, it turns out Jessica Chastain is not playing Lalandra in the uh, Dark Phoenix movie. Okay. okay. But we so we still don't know who she's playing. Wait, so is are they still going with the the space elements? Where they're making a they're, space movie that's grounded somehow? That is a good question. Because now that. they're talking about, because she's saying, you know, she's not playing Lalandra. Because she just, she said, she said on uh, Instagram, uh, you know, hey, f- just wrapped uh, Dark Phoenix. And guess what? I'm not playing Lalandra. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, so that does that mean that, that they decided to change the routes? Because everybody was, because everybody was reporting that, you mm-hmm. know, that she's playing, like even Variety and Hollywood Reporter and stuff like that. They usually don't get stuff wrong. Yeah. That mm-hmm. she was playing Lalandra. So I'm like, I don't know was if maybe they changed courses last minute was or, there, or she could be trolling. Like, was it actually supposed to be the um the, the main focus of the movie? Yeah. The she are. Yeah. Are they going to change that? That's what I'm thinking. Because especially since he came out and said, oh, we're trying to be grounded. Because he said he, we're trying to be grounded and not make it too intergalactic. And so obviously, if he mentioned the word intergalactic, it's, they have to have, it's, it's going to be Shi'ar. But they were talking about the Shi'ar and the, uh, oh crap, what are they called? The Ember Frost group. The Black. You're talking about uh, huh? Hellfire Club. The Hellfire Club. There we go. Black. Where did Black come from? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's we were talking about before, it seemed like you do one or the other. So you can't have both. It like, just seems like too much to be trying to do Hellfire Club mm, and the Shi'ar. Stick to one. Stick to so one maybe they decide, let's just go with the Hellfire Club. Don't BVS Club. it. Yeah, don't BVS it. Isn't there some other cast that's joining X-Men? Dark Phoenix 2? Someone's coming back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's the next thing. Yeah, I figured. But yeah, <laughs> Jennifer what? Lawrence is apparently uh, coming back. No! <laughs> she's coming back. As her not reasoning Mystique. is funny, as too. No, as Mystique. No, as not Mystique. Because she's as not going to wear any makeup. Oh, yeah, she's going to be yeah. wearing... <laughs> she's going to yeah, be her reasoning, Jennifer Lawrence the entire time. Her reason for coming back, because she said she was done after this. She was yeah. like, But she said, my contract was up, and I didn't have to do another one. But if I didn't do another one, what would what would her story be? I felt like I owed it to the fans. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. And no. I, you owed it to the fans to leave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I felt like I owed it to the fans and I owed it to the character to follow her journey. To be fair to the movies and not be like, I don't want to do another X-Men movie. And then I just never show up and everyone's very confused about Mystique that they've been following for the last three films. No, no. I wouldn't be no. mad. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, not she can, you, though. She can shapeshift. Different, whatever. Same person. Not you. <laughs> she's not supposed to be an X-Man anyway. <laughs> like, no. She's a, she's a mutant terrorist. Brotherhood. Like, what's up? So, whatever. <laughs> not a fan. Jennifer Lawrence. Answering questions fans don't actually have. That's <laughs> <laughs> not to say I'm not a fan of Jennifer Lawrence. I'm a fan of Jennifer Lawrence. Well, like, not as Not Mystique. as Mystique, though. I'm not a fan of any actor who isn't actually enthusiastic about the role yeah that too like it mm-hmm. takes me out of like the whole illusion that you actually care jared about the character leto. you're playing yeah, yeah. jared leto uh hugo weaving is uh red skull yeah jennifer lawrence is mystique uh-huh. like if you're not gonna be excited to play the character why should i be excited to play yeah. about the makeup the process i'm like bitch you get paid millions oh, of dollars if I, if I put a like if i'm getting paid millions of dollars to sit through five hours of makeup i don't care like do I me that makeup. talking <laughs> shit about it no drax you know what if you're gonna pay me billions and millions of dollars i would be like make it permanent yeah <laughs> 
What? <laughs> yeah. No. I sat through like two hours of makeup for cosplay, and I'm like, Word. And I'm not getting paid for that. Word. Uh, Word. And we do it to ourselves. We don't just sit there, and we yeah. have to do it on ourselves. Stupid. <laughs> but anyway, uh, was another Stephen King property getting made into a movie this time for Netflix? Sure. Uh, Stephen King, of course, is a book called Gerard's Game. And it's gonna be written and code written and Gerard. Gerard? I thought Gerald. it was Gerald. Gerald. Wait, what? It's Gerald. Oh yeah, Gerald. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gerald's game. Like Gerard. Who the fuck? <laughs> uh directed and co-written by Mike Flanagan, who wrote Ouija Origin, who did Ouija Origin, Hush uh, and Oculus. Yeah. That was terrifying. You didn't see Oculus. I uh, watched um Ouija. Not Oculus. We should watch Oculus today. No, thank you. Yeah, and, no, and thank Hush. you. Fuck I, I, don't, I never heard of that. The one. Batman show? No, no Hush. Batman I'm not, not no, Batman. <laughs> Jordan Hush is uh, the writer who's a mute. She's at home, but then there's a guy with a mask trying and to like break. Not in. to be confused oh. with the silent episode it. of Buffy. Hush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we watched it. Oh, okay. We didn't finish it though. Okay. But uh, it says this Netflix-produced feature film is a, a long-awaited adaptation of King's classic 1992 novel of the same name. It stars Car- Carla Guino uh, and Bruce, <laughs> and she's from Sin City and San Andreas, and Bruce Greenwood from The People vs. OJ, mm-hmm. American Crime, and Star Trek, as Jesse and the, t- and the titular Ger- Gerald, I keep wanting to say Gerard, <laughs> respectively, whose romantic adventures at their secluded holiday take- home takes a very sinister turn. Dun-dun-dun. And if you guys saw the trailer... You guys know what that sinister turn is. It's dun, very, uh-huh. it's a very interesting premise. I was watching the trailer like with my mouth agape, like where is this going? <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm very, I'm very interested in how it's gonna go. And usually, like Steve, a lot of things that Stephen King does, he always introduces a, a supernatural element into it. So I'm curious of what that's gonna be in this guy because I've never heard of. I've heard of. Granted, I've never read many of his books but I've heard of a lot of Stephen King books like if you name titles I know them but I've never heard of this one I've never heard of it either so maybe and it's kind of such an interesting setup because like it could have supernatural elements but it also might have them but not actually be supernatural just based on like what the setup is like it's like almost it it could just be a hallucination it doesn't actually have to be something like you know yeah because she's sleepwalking you, is it spoilers to describe what the premise is based on the trailer? It's on trailer. Yeah, it's well, the it's trailer. in the trailer. It's Plus, the book's been trailer. out since '92. Yeah, so it's like a woman, a middle-aged white man, woman go into like a cabin by themselves. They have kinky sex. Yeah, he, he, ties he, he ties her up. He ties her up. He has a heart attack. Handcuffs. Yeah. Then he has a heart. Yeah, he it. has a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's stuck like that. Yeah. So it could. And then like a lot of the trailer talks about like how long can you go without water? How long can you go without eating? So like you have to assume she's there. Like the whole. Mm-hmm the whole story is based around her being stuck there. So like if she's stuck there for that long, like that's one of the things you do is you hallucinate. Yeah. She starts, she starts hallucinating her husband. She's mm-hmm. screaming for help. And then, you know, the premise, the, I guess the question is, is she really hallucinate, hallucinating or is he a ghost? Yeah. Or is weird shit going on? Like I said, Stephen King always has some type of supernatural element. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm interested. It comes out on Netflix. It doesn't give a release date though. So, but I'm assuming it's soon. Mm-hmm. They have a trailer. But anyway, uh, According to Hollywood Reporter, uh, the screenwriters for Spider-Man Homecoming, Chris McKenna and Eric Somers, are in final talks to come back, and so is uh, the, the the director. Okay. Their final talks to uh, return for the sequel, and the sequel, which is untitled, is coming back July fifth, twenty nineteen. So that's great because mm-hmm. I like the writing team. I like I like Spider-Man Homecoming. I like uh, the director. I think it's John Watts. 
Yeah, they did a good job of reinventing the franchise with like while also delivering an origin story. So I can't <laughs> wait to see what they do when they have like you know free reign to do whatever. Yep. Better be and better. Also better. Be better. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but better. <laughs> also with that, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming opened in China, and so because of the box office in China, it's on par to become the biggest reboot ever. How does it stack up against the other Spider-Man though? Is it still like on par with Amazing Spider-Man Two or whatever? Uh, right now, the film has made seven hundred and forty-eight million worldwide, Ooh. and it's expected that it could potentially go on to rack on eight hundred and seventy-five worldwide, which would make it the biggest debut, well, reboot comic book movie ever. And it's and it's also expected to leapfrog. It says it would leapfrog past Wonder Woman. It's expected to leapfrog past oh, Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Just wow. China? Yeah. I mean, China. There are a lot. Yeah, of because people. of China. Yeah, China didn't like Power Rangers. You betrayed <laughs> us. Yes. <laughs> what the hell? I thought we like kaiju. At least in the worldwide numbers, domestically, Wonder Woman would be bigger, but worldwide, Spider Man is mm-hmm. expected to go surpass it. That's 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 to be under expected, I guess. Yeah. Spider Man's more of a. Worldwide icon. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman is like American yeah. icon. Chinese people don't like Wonder Woman? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Wonder Woman? Women can't do anything. What kind of accent is that? Well, it started off racist yeah, and then I, I fixed I, it I, towards the middle. But then I heard that. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is that? Hooked on phonics. In Soviet Russia, Wonder Woman, you. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that. I don't. Why, why are you? Why are you doing this? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Thor Ragnarok. They're they're saying that Thor Ragnarok is going to be as important or to the is. MCU as Winter Soldier was. But truth of the matter is, like I, they they say that because I'll, I'll read the quote first before okay. I get into my. Uh, spiel it says just as in winter soldier we kind of broke down some of the real fundamental ideas about the mcu that you took for granted specifically shield i think that also in phase one we established this cosmology that involved asgard and odin and certain ideas of things that you just thought were eternal and could never change and what this film does is break them down in a very similar way that winter soldier broke down shield so high bar to be setting sure. for yourself but so this is like it doesn't seem at least for, again i mean winter soldier yes. base which so, the yeah. so they're saying like winter soldier changed like the earth-based things of you know earth protectors with shield and it had a huge impact on the mcu so uh-huh. thor ragnarok is going to have a huge impact on the like, co- on universe, the cosmic, cosmic on the cosmic universe in terms of uh changing the mcu but I'm like, but A, like we didn't really see that much of Asgard being the universal protector. Yeah, no. It was just they protected Asgard. She so. was the glue of the entire universe. So but like, not, and not even just that. Its core. Like, truth of the matter is, Winter Soldier had a bigger impact on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. than I feel like it did on the MCU. Because in the very next movie, which was, I believe, Age, uh, Age of Ultron, S.H.I.E.L.D. was back. <laughs> Like you saw Nick Fury coming back with the oh, helicarrier. But that's not really <laughs> being back. <laughs> that was just like that was just him with one ship or whatever. But even still, I was like, so this is Shield, huh? Yeah. It's like Shield is back. It was like it didn't really have that much of an impact. It had more of an impact on Agents of Shield than it did in the movies. I mean, I will agree with that, but I think there was a major impact with the movies in terms of like that unravel. That was the glue. Like Colson bringing the together the group. Like that was kind of, you know. The shield was what brought all the characters together. Like with that being gone, it was like a complete upheaval of what you thought was good. Especially since it was evil. You found out like the organization was based on something evil. It completely put that on its head. 
Meanwhile, with Thor Ragnarok, like we saw Asgard what twice? <laughs> it was just twice. like Odin rules it. I mean, thematically, get they're saying, but in terms of what's actually gonna be impactful to the universe, I feel like. This is not going to be like, yeah. remember Thor Ragnarok and how it changed everything? <laughs> they set the bar too high by comparing themselves to Winter Soldier. They definitely did. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> wow. Anyway. Uh, Once I find out Thor is like, he was human the whole time. It's <laughs> 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 so crazy. But yeah, it's, uh, it's official that uh, Disney is going, because I talked about Disney having its own streaming service, mm-hmm. and they're still in talks about whether they're going to d- take the Marvel properties and stuff like that yeah. from them. It's official. Marvel and Star Wars movies will be exclusive to the Disney streaming service. So, so starting, Netflix stuff? So starting uh, 2019, well, not 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 the Netflix uh, shows, because they're still under contract with, uh, with Netflix, so right now they can't like just pull it like that. But in terms of like all the movies, all the movies and stuff are going straight to Netflix. All the Disney properties are going straight. So you won't be able to watch Avengers and all that anymore on Netflix. They're all going you know, to the Disney streaming service. You know what we didn't really talk about? And, and the Star Wars properties about the as well. Disney? No, not even just that. We never really discussed like the, the fact that this is all additional price points to add to your like yeah, monthly I know. bill. Because yeah. yeah. not even just this, but the DC thing too. Was that You had to pay for that? Yeah. Yeah. That just changed like the, my anticipation for Titans completely. Like, you know what I mean? It's one thing when it's like... That's what I was saying. I was like, I need to see a trailer because I'm like, Young Justice alone isn't going to be the only thing that's... Because I said this like last 10 week. 10 bucks a month? Uh, yeah, I was like, Young Justice isn't going to be a lo- uh, the only thing. I need more than Young Justice. I mean, why are Otherwise, you guys so Stick. worried? Like, you, you, you're really going to pay monthly fee for What's that? What's what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for only two shows. I ain't going to pay that. Originally, Stop I thought that. it was just going to be like a, its own app, but it was going to be like Hulu where like you don't have to pay for it. You just do if you don't want ads or mm-hmm. something. But if it's like a it's Netflix straight up. where you have to pay uh-huh. to even get I'm any access. No way. That's no way. It's not the same thing. Or, you know yeah, what? To pay no. for only two shows, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And then you don't know how many episodes they're getting. Like, well, no, Young Justice is getting, I think, 15 episodes. I'm talking about Titans. Pirate Guys, if shit. we're doing this, like, we can just, if anything, the worst case, if we really can pay for this, just, just oh, no, we don't, sign up for one. One and one, and we all share it. Or, you know, we could just... Uh, cough, cough, yeah. Sail <laughs> <laughs> the seven seas of the internet. <laughs> Unite the seven. Yo, ho, ho. <laughs> and a bottle hey, of ho, rum. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, Disney's pulling all its shit. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Right. Yeah, if it's the same thing where you have to pay for this Disney thing, too. Yeah, that's that's another thing. It's like... <sighs> Again, I thought, I thought it was the same thing where it was like, okay, you don't have to pay, but if you, I mean, if granted, you don't it makes sense. It, make, it, it makes sense from Disney's perspective because yeah. they have a lot of shit. That they could put on there, especially if they you think, get away with it. Yeah, especially if you think about like their their DVD release and stuff like that. Like they'll yeah. release Aladdin for or, like two months, think and then TV it goes shows. back into the vault, and you never see it again for like years. Yeah, and then it comes back out again. And even networks, so they can even put shows and stuff on it too. It's a bunch well, of stuff. Do you have to? Isn't necessary? You already because they also money own ABC, so, so they can put all their charge? ABC properties on there too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like Wait, Disney has all more money than God. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do they have to charge? That's and just I don't know. It just doesn't in DC especially. It's like what are you gonna put on there if it's not free with like a premium? It doesn't make any sense. Right now it's just Titans and uh, Young Justice. I'm like that's not enough for me to want to pay. It it better be like a dollar ninety nine. Not ad like I don't get it. Why don't they just make it free? But then if you don't want ads, take it like you pay extra six bucks or something like like Hulu. They want money. That's. You're gonna fucking kill these shows. Well, I don't even think Hulu. I, I, th- I think I don't think Hulu is free anymore. I think you have to pay. 
Oh, really? There's no free option for Hulu? I don't, I don't, th- I don't think so. Oh. But still, same thing. It's like they have so many options. So it's like, all right, that's, you can argue there's a reason for it. But for DC, like three or four shows. Not even most, three. It's just two right now. Okay, just, it's, it's just Titans and Young Justice. They killed Young Justice by moving it to like a, a bad time when it was airing. Now they're going to kill it by putting it on a dying service. Especially, <laughs> especially consider Netflix is the thing that got Young Justice season three greenlit. Like, yeah. it's some bullshit that is not going to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway, uh... Lucifer alum Liam Hall was just cast as Jericho, who's going to play Slade Wilson's son. Because remember at the end of uh, last season, he uh, said to Arrow, you need to help me find my son. Yes, and this is not the son that's in the, the future timeline of Legends of Tomorrow that one time. <laughs> no, so this is, what, this is what the actor looks like, Liam Hall. He looks he's like all, he's, a, a, he's Australian. Yeah, he looks like yeah, a this, little, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he kinda, yeah, he kind of looks like him. God, why am I blanking on his name? Manu, Manu Bennett? Yeah, Manu Bennett. That's it. Yeah, he was like a little version of him. So, and they were going to make him like a series regular, so he's going to be like a full... I don't know if he's going to be a series not him, regular. Not Deathstroke. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah like, Deathstroke is a series regular. Yeah, that's crazy. They're like, what do they like? Deathstroke? Give more of that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm wondering, how, how is that going to sustain for like a whole... That's risky. You're making your anti-hero one of your main characters. Yeah. All right. Okay. See how it goes. But it says, it describes Jericho, whose uh, last name is uh, Wilson. But it describes, uh, he's following in his father's footsteps while joining the secret Australian military agency, ASIS. After years of brutal combat, Joe now finds himself in a remote Kasnian prison under the alias Kane Wolfman fighting for his life. So we're gonna his get ba- his alias name is badass Kane Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently that's their way of getting flashbacks. Or, or well, no, it's not gonna be flashbacks because the present. But they're probably gonna show flashbacks of him getting into the prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeepers Creepers three. Creepers. What Jeepers Creepers teaser. three teaser? There's a teaser. Wait, okay. pause this. <laughs> Hold on. We wanna, I want to review the the teaser for Jeepers Creepers. I love the first two movies. Fear as a scent. I know it. And it knows me. What happened here happened before. So Jeepers Creepers 3 is going to come out for one day only this year. September 26th. That's crazy. It's And it's like so soon. Jeepers Creepers And just reach the teaser. I'm afraid it's going to be sci-fi quality. I yeah. mean, okay, hold on. You have to see the cover picture of it. Mm. I wonder why they're doing it one day only. I That's weird. Know. Like, where are we supposed to? got a shit budget, I think. <laughs> That's probably, it's like Inhumans. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting Inhumans vibes off of this. And like from the trailer or the teaser, it didn't, I don't know. Wait, is this even real, like, the remake? Or is this just, like, old one? What? Was it the old one? No, it said Jeepers Creepers 3. Yeah, it's 3. I don't know, man. Because if it's a new movie, why is it only one? Or is this a... Is it an indie movie? Is it it a new movie? This is third one. Or did it come out? date. Or did it come out a while ago and then they're just re-releasing it for one day? Maybe that's why. I've never seen Jeepers Creepers 3. Me either. Can like someone? two, two started getting into the sci-fi original quality, so I'm scared for this because it looks like it's going big scaled again. That's where two. Kind it's of a direct sequel to the original film. Oh, so it's gonna skip two. Oh, uh, mm. 
Mm. I don't know. So September 26th, Jeepers Creepers 3. Woo! But no a scary we, movie. But Hashtag scary Jamie. <laughs> This used to scare me. Maybe. It doesn't look that scary. Well, this used to scare me. Though. Anything can scare Jamie. So, Jamie! You- oh, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? Maybe. I'm getting better at hiding in there. Thank you. <laughs> so, if you're in Jersey, it's out at South North Brunswick or New Rochelle, New York or New York, New York on Broadway. Yeah. Three places. I just looked up on IMDb. 26th of September. Weird. And the, I don't like this synopsis. Sergeant Tubbs assembles a task force hell-bent oh, on no. destroying the Creeper. Oh, my God. Oh, that no. sounds like a sci-fi original if I've ever heard it. <laughs> so, Jeepers Creepers 3. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't tell me these are screenshots. Told you, right? Oh, that looks shit. It looks so low budget. That's probably why it's one day only. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jeepers. Don't do this to yourself. After, after Pennywise just came back. Look at that shit. That looks like PlayStation 2. It looks so bad. <laughs> like a PlayStation 2 graphic. Like it looks That's worse nice. than the second movie. Oh no, Creeper. <laughs> what happened to you, Creeper? Pennywise is like limited up right now. He's like, ah, I'm back, bitches. Creeper's like, can I get some of that success? <laughs> well, good. I don't want to be scared for Hated once. it. Anyway. <laughs> no more. So yeah, uh, continuing on with Arrow. I hate this news. <laughs> Especially considering the writer's room. So they're looking to do an episode that focuses on Black Lives Matter. Um, what? Arrow. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So Mark Guggenheim, who's the showrunner, said last year we White introduced. <laughs> yeah. Last year we introduced the idea of doing one topical episode per season. Last year, we did the gun violence episode. That was stupid, but okay. It was. Mm-hmm. This year, we're going to do another topical episode as well. I really want to tackle Black Lives Matter, and I have a story idea for that. But where exactly that gets slotted, we just... But where exactly that gets slotted, we just have a range because we like to give ourselves a little bit of flexibility. I'm not a fan of that at all, especially, cons- like I said... They didn't handle the gun thing well. They didn't. <laughs> and especially like it like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. It just felt like in a very special episode of Arrow kind of thing. That's what that's exactly how it felt. Especially and I guess they're trying to lean into the 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 aspect cuz like in the comics Oliver is very liberal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like um crap, what's the word for it? Not progressive. He's liberal. Yeah, he is progressive. Yeah, he's Yeah, he's very liberal. So I guess that's why they want to touch on it. But it's like, like I said, the writer's room is pretty much, it's like a bunch of all, nothing but white guys, nothing but white people, not white guys, but just white people, period. Are they going to wave a gun in Diggle's face? Is that what's about to happen? Diggle and uh, what's his face? Uh, Mr. Terrific. Terrific. And they're going to have like a whole speech about like how like, they don't do that to you, Oliver. When you're running around, you're masked. But yeah, this is a yeah. this is a photo of the writers' room. I don't see not. A, oh no, it's yeah. all white people. Yeah, I was like, I Let don't see, see not a speck of color in there. And they're gonna do a Black Lives Matter episode. It's a room full of people, not okay. one black person. I mean, person. once again, didn't we say like, if anything, maybe this will make white people realize, hey, this is like white people standing up for Black Lives Matter. So maybe white people will listen and okay. The, not is it really the same way that gun message was it's gonna be cringy so other be than so other than that is it really wrong for white writers to actually promote black life matter 
Is it wrong? Is it wrong? No, it's no. not wrong. Is it ideal? Also no. <laughs> is it not? Because didn't we also say, if anything, racism has to be, you know, like defeated by white people because they're the ones who's behind That's it? That's great for the writers themselves, but we're talking about how well they handle it and how well they execute the actual storyline. They, they, they might have the best of intentions, but then because they might not have the best grasp of it because they themselves don't live it they might have a story that comes out and might be like the gun thing where then, it feels forced, it feels cringy, it feels preachy, even worse. And then it, it defeats the purpose. If, if anything, it, it, it hurts the movement because then you'll have every person that calls out SJ Warriors to be like, maybe, oh, look at this shit, all done because of people like being SJ Warriors. Or maybe you're already being pre-assumptions because they're white and you're not even giving them the chance to actually do this right. You're already assuming they're going to do it wrong. I'm giving what my assumptions is. Like, I'm basing this off of what they've done before. Yeah, what they've done before, like yeah. with the gun violence episode. If they didn't have that episode, I, I'd probably give them a bit of the doubt. But the fact that there's nobody in that writer's room that looks black, <laughs> at all and the fact that they've already done this once with a different issue and, not, and they didn't stick the landing well like I don't have any confidence in them pulling this off and and making it you know actually impactful in the right ways and that's not to say white characters can't like write black characters or whatever because yeah. you know like you think about most of our favorite superheroes that are that are black they've been written, written and created by white people so that's not to say but if you're handling a topic like this you need to have at least a person, specifically a black person, at least as a consultant. We don't know their background. You don't we don't know who else it, is involved. But it would in be it. helpful. <laughs> you don't know who else is involved. In this. Yes, they're writers, but do you know them? Do you know if they have black friends? Do you know oh, if man. they actually have people? Again, talking we're, about we're, it? we're working in the realm of like just maybes. We don't know, but we're basing this off of what we do know, which is how they handle a similar issue before. <laughs> Look, I may not be white, but I'm not black. I'm not. Okay. But then. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that, like, give them some chance. I just feel like sometimes when it comes to minority issues, it's like if you see, like, anyone who's not the exact same skin color as you try to do something, people a lot of times just go, like, oh, but you don't know it. Like, yes, it's white people. I understand this. Maybe there's a chance they might write it wrong, but at least give them a chance. Like, don't sound too negative. Don't try I mean, to brush off too much. I see your argument, much. but we're not speaking in generalities here. We're speaking specifically to these this team that has done things in the past. Gun violence <laughs> and Black Lives Matter are overall, they're different. Yeah, actually one is way less of a powder keg right now and it's gun violence. So to handle something even more delicate, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you were heavy handed with the gun violence. Like, I can't see you handling... And again, I can be wrong. There are way too many references right. for the Black Lives Matter for them to mess it up. The, you'd be surprised. You, yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Just, all I'm saying is that, look... Don't crush them before they do anything. Like, if anything no, I'm not crushing them. I want them to be successful. I'm just saying I'm not a anything. fan. Yeah, I, just based on the news and based on But it could be seen. a great episode, but I'm just saying right off the bat, right off the bat, I'm Because not. they're all white? What is wrong with all white allies being, you know, like saying it from you Black Lives Matter? Thing. We, we're giving you reasons other than... The, that's one reason. It's an important I mean, you reason. Start, yeah. like, you started with that reason. So, like, to me, it almost sounds like, oh, they're all white. You need at least one black writer. I'm like, well, it would be you good don't to know have who they are. Somebody of color to voice what if they issue have, they, color. You don't know them. What? They may be white, but how white are they? Like, are they, like, cracker white? You're asking. Whoa. 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 <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> like, you're over here. You're over defending them. Yeah, I don't know why I'm so called racist white people other than cracker white. 
I'm not saying they're racist. That now you're taking it way <laughs> over the line. I didn't yeah. say anything about racist. Oh, all I'm oh, saying is I at this point, really have people told you that you can't speak on these? I'm issues? just not just me. I've seen this way too many times in POC groups. Okay, well that's we're not we're not those groups. We're not those groups saying that just because they're a certain color they can't speak on a certain issue. They can, and they could do it well if it's his own could. <laughs> but we don't know, and what we've seen them do in other issues have not handled it which the best is way. one that's the only other example <laughs> like and in that one example they did not handle that issue with deft it was heavy-handed it was cringy for like a better word and like for something that was a much less like gun violence is an issue but it is not as much of an online powder keg as black versus you think you think gun violence? It's an issue, but it's not as you can't you you can say black lives lives matter. And, and technically, the those those fight. <laughs> te- and technically, those they two issues married. There, there's true. a marriage between those two issues. It's true. So like, but be black lives matter. The the movement itself is a much more like heated issue right now. And also, no, remember when that episode came out? You know what happened? The shooting at school happened. So at that after time of time, it was after. Wait, what shooting? I don't know. The school shooting in the the Midwest, like middle area of the states. Do you not remember the oh, giant? It was, it was yeah, before that episode, right? No, no the shooting after? happened. Be, uh, the shooting happened before the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So at that time, the gun, like that gun control, actually became a huge issue at the time of the episode. Okay. So I'm just saying you're wrong about you know like it's not a big issue. It was a big issue. It still is a big issue. It's just we I didn't say it wasn't it. a big issue. I said it's not as a big of an issue as Black Lives Matter. It's not. It is not as controversial as Black Lives Matter. Not as controversial, no. No. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe big is the wrong word. Controversial is what I mean. Without. Yeah, people are calling Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization. Yeah, like, bro. Like, you say anything about Black Lives Matter, you're instantly labeled a social justice warrior by like the, the Guns, the too. Rate. Guns, too. Did you know? It's not as big of a powder keg. Yeah, but you're, you're, well, guns is con- guns are, are very controversial. Guns in are very of, controversial in terms of gun control and all that stuff. It's all conservative, yeah. but nobody's calling you a terrorist. But, yeah, but Black Lives Matter even envelops gun control. Like it's even like that's a, a that's why I said there's a marriage issue. between the two. That's what I'm saying. But Black Lives Matter, like, that's definitely more contra- like a more controversial issue right now. All I'm saying is sometimes like our attitude can discourage like non POC allies to do something or at least give them a try they might not get it right but give them a try at least they're trying to do something right I'm not, not giving them a try <laughs> don't even try it arrow team <laughs> yeah. I never said that I'm just saying the elements at work here might not equal the best result might not Okay. And there are things that were, if they were different, I'd have more confidence in. If I saw more people of color, if they if they said they had someone in the writers' room that like you know had firsthand experience, or and not even just that, but then also you think about because all the people that run these shows all run the shows like the uh, Flash, Agency, not Agency Shield, oh, oh. the Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Arrow, like all those DC TV shows are yeah. all run together. So then you also think about the racial elements that they introduced in Legends of Tomorrow. Oh no, that was. Trash. Okay, I forgot about that. <laughs> Are they the same writers? It's the same people. Yeah, it's the same people. It's the same producers, it's the same, producers, same, producers, same, same team. Directors. Mark Guggenheim. All of them? Runs all, all writers? Mark Guggenheim runs. No, not all of them, but this is still no, not all the of same them. brand. It's still the same But it's the same team. team. Like the Mark Guggenheim runs all of the shows. Yeah. That's why, you know, 
aesthetically they're all kind of the same and you know they can be dead don't mess this up what it matters so much this can backfire on us big time you'd be surprised (laughs) you'd be surprised guns are also a big issue and they didn't handle that well that's all I'm saying and it's easier to get that issue than it is for people like people don't even understand Black Lives Matter movement you know what I mean like as a person on the street they think that being pro-black is being anti-white so it's like you don't (laughs) the, 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 the general grasp of that issue isn't even the same so these are all factors going into it. Maybe you go. Oh, I'm hoping it's good. That's all. Just, just a little, just a little weary. That's all. A little leery. That's the right word. I'm leery of it. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. No, say what you were gonna say. Yeah, say what you were gonna say. We're not gonna shoot you down. Mm-hmm. You're an ally. Come on, come on. <laughs> Speaking of that, there will be a new black Powerpuff girl. Oh my god, I saw this and I was like, no. should I post about this? I don't want the drama. <laughs> but there was an original one though. There's original Yeah, voiced by member. South African singer Toya DeLazy. I, I get it, but we had fourth member. Yeah, so her, her name. Do you remember her, the fourth Powerpuff girl? Her name is, no, I don't remember the fourth Powerpuff. Oh, Power Bunny? No, but her name her name is gonna be her name is gonna be Bliss. Bliss? Yeah. Bubbles, and she's the main character. I we don't know. Just says I'm assuming because she's fourth Powerpuff Girl, or it just might be, or just might be for one episode, or I don't know how how it's gonna. Bubbles, Buttercup, Blossom, and Bliss. Yeah, I don't know how it's gonna work. Name, but I do like the idea of there being a Black Powerpuff Girl. That's interesting. I mean. I get they're all sisters. But I kinda wonder, yeah, I kind of wonder how it's going to work because because the Powerpuff girls genetically all came from prof- the professor. Yeah. Maybe so, he's dating a black girl. <laughs> that's like, so, where'd this, so where'd the black girl come from? She sneezes into the vet and then it becomes bliss. Well, I guess maybe because uh, the way they uh, describe the Powerpuff girls, they're made with sugar, spice, and everything nice. Cinnamon. And, and, ke- and chemical, chemical X. Maybe it's brown sugar. Some brown sugar. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't know because I'm. That's the only thing I could. Because I'm again, like I said, they're all genetically from him. They just got chemical X in them. I like. So I'm yeah, like, where's this black Powerpuff girl coming I don't from? Know. I'm. I'm always good with the idea of like you know more diversity, more representation. This is. But one it also of has things, to make sense. Yeah, but this is one of the things where like I can kind of see the other argument of like. I hate the argument of forced diversity, but this is one of those things where it's like, they're already established as three sisters. Now you suddenly have like a black sister that you added. It does feel like an addition last minute. It does feel like you're kind of just trying to go like diverse. Now we have a black character like like little black ghosts might buy like toys of and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of see the other side of the argument. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn because <laughs> it, it's, it's, it feels a lot, a lot, a lot to me like um, the fifth Ninja Turtle, the, like, sis, the sister, the sister, <laughs> where it's like it's you have a new show, so you want to do something different, so you just do it, you tack on a new character. It's kind of what this feels like. What do you, how do you feel about it? I I, I kind of agree because, yeah. <laughs> like I said, like I said in my thing, I'm just like okay, I I have to see where, how where, like her origin, like because I'm like eh, where's where's she coming from? <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to feel like. She's like, I'm your new best friend. Like, you know, I'm your new sister. Like, it's just like, you feel forced. <laughs> Ooh, affirmative action. What's going on? <laughs> it's like, ah, I don't I mean, that to be the case. I mean, it could work because you think about season five of Buffy when they just introduced Dawn after five seasons. Oh, sister? Yeah, just new sister out of nowhere. It's just like, 
what the fuck? Well, I mean, that worked. Yeah, it could be something creative like that. Yeah, so. Whereas, like, there's, like, an actual plot reason behind it other than just, like, oh, she's the new Powerpuff Girl. Like, it's, like, maybe another, like, a story-based reason for it. Hmm. So, we'll see. Yeah, it depends how it's executed. So, uh, also with that, uh, Disney has cast Billy Magnuson, back Magnuson in Aladdin as a new character. A white character. A new character? Yes, Is they it- introduced a new character called uh, Prince Anders, you know, a white guy. Are they going to force like a love triangle or something with Jasmine? Uh, yeah, and uh, so yeah, he's been, he's introduced as a new character in, a, in the Aladdin movie. I hope it's the throwaway character. They didn't say it's the main character, did they? They didn't say who he, they didn't say what he's doing. They just said he's playing Prince Anders in Aladdin. And I'm assuming, at least I'm hoping, that he's like one of the suitors that yeah. she turns down. But then at the same time, I kind of feel like, but well, they kind of do this sometimes. So I'm, I'm kind of contradicting my argument. But I'm like, because he's a well-known like Broadway actor. Plus he was in uh, Into the Woods as like a main character. Yeah. So I'm like, for them to cast, like he, granted, he's not like Hugh Jackman or, you know, he's not a name like that, but he's still a name. Yeah. So for them to cast a name just for a throwaway, I kind of feel like, I don't know if they would do that. But then, I don't know, maybe they would. I'm hoping. I mean, they threw away Samuel Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, but he was in it for a while, though. Still killed him off first. Like, or not first, but like close to first. I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping it's what you said. Like a suitor. I, I don't want them to have like a whole storyline with this white guy and have him be like a main character. I don't want that. I don't want them to change the Atlanta story that much. I don't think you need to. You don't need to. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to. Like, why introduce? Why even introduce this guy? Yeah. If anything, just develop the characters that we have a little bit more. Yeah, that yeah, because that takes away screen time. Granted, even if he's on screen for five seconds, that's five seconds you could have spent on Jasmine. Exactly. So, like I, the um the Latin play, there's no Abu. It's just Aladdin has like three or four friends, and they kind of serve the same role where like they're the comedic relief, but at the same time, like having those friends, someone he can talk to, and like actually they can respond, like have responses with, like that developed Aladdin as a character a little bit more. You understood a little bit more as character when um. You know, everything went down with Jasmine and Latin, I mean, uh, Genie and stuff. So hopefully they do the same thing. Maybe. I- I'm wondering if they're going to... Is there an Abu? They didn't even say that. that right? I was going to say, I wonder if there's going to be an Abu or I- or Iago. Hmm. be weird to have like a realistic monkey on his shoulder. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a real monkey is hanging out. <laughs> I mean, they could CGI. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of did it with Jungle Book. True. And it was flawless. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Or they might, or they might do the three friends. Because less money. Because they're probably going to spend a whole shit ton of money on the genie itself. No, I like Abu. I hope they use Abu. <laughs> uh, what else? Colin Trevorrow is no longer the director of Star Wars Episode 8. Okay. No, 9. Episode 9. Why? He's no longer the director. Uh, that was a Fast and Furious guy. Right? Uh, what? I think uh, he was. Is he? I think he was. I don't know what he. I don't know what he did. But I don't think he did Fast and Furious. He the most recent thing he did, I think, is uh, if he did Fast and Furious, maybe. But I know the most recent thing he did was Jurassic World. Oh, maybe it was Jurassic World. What was his name again? Colin Trevorrow. I think you're right. But they're saying that uh, the reason that they dropped out because Disney, because he just because he just uh, released a movie that uh, recently in theaters called The Book of Henry. And it didn't do well in theaters, and so... So he was fired? So, yeah, Kathleen Kennedy's looking at that like, mm, yeah, your last movie didn't do... Your last movie didn't do too well, bud. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was it was Jurassic World. And plus, they're saying uh, there were a lot of script issues with uh, Episode 9. Oh, 
shit. Which uh, continued to be a sore spot throughout the development. Was he writing it too? I, I believe so. And so it's uh, Trevorrow having to re- having repeated stabs at multiple drafts. So uh, it says, and it's also saying the working relationship between Trevorrow, Lucasfilm, and Kathleen Kennedy became unmanageable. So Kathleen Kennedy just asks people left and right. Yeah, right? she got <laughs> she got rid of fucking uh, Lord and Miller from the Han Solo movie. And now I got rid of Colin Trevorrow. She's like, poor vision, poor vision. You all have poor vision. <laughs> Damn. So it's kind of making the Star Wars uh, franchise look a little rocky because the only movie that really... It's like DC status, man. Yeah. Because every, every time you turn around, somebody's getting fired or like the Han Solo movie, they're doing a complete rewrite or not rewrite or like completely reshooting the movie. Ron Howard course correction. Yeah. Really, right? Like, kind of like they did with Justice League. So I'm like... All right. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's you know, Star Wars is still pretty far out. So, so also with that, uh, the Last Jedi, they're introducing a character who, in the books of Star Wars, is pansexual. Okay. It's so, about time. yeah. So of course that's making news. But of course she's probably not gonna. She's probably just gonna be a regular character. It's not gonna be any. She's just gonna be there. Like, hi. What character is it? Her name is. Uh, where is it? I thought the books Admiral, all... Admiral Amalyn Haldo. I thought the books were uh, not canon anymore. Or is it like... No, no, no. The books... The uh, the current book... Any book that comes out now is all canon. Okay. So is this a character from these books? Yeah. the old books? Okay. No, these books. Okay. Uh, and also, uh, The Clone Wars is canon. But like the little miniseries where Mace Windu was given the Force hands, that's not canon. Why? They just said it's not. <laughs> Too cool. He can't have it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she's uh, she, she's said to be pansexual and, uh, because, basically, she's having a conversation with Leia. Well, Leia basically says that uh, it's just humanoid males for me, like, in terms of what she's attracted to. And so she was like, really? That's so limited, limiting. So she's in, she's attracted like all species, mm-hmm. whether oh, regardless of gender and sexual. I love the Gazorpa Gorps with their yeah. three dicks. <laughs> and she's gonna she's also gonna be in the. She was first introduced in the books. Now she's gonna be introduced in the Last Jedi. You so been with a Gazorpa Zorp with three dicks and two vaginas. <laughs> so that made news. Also with that, uh, which I'm just like, all right, whatever. She doesn't have a girlfriend or anything like that. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, and she's just there just to be there. So like, She's like, hello, yeah, I'm pansexual. Yeah, yeah, you're just gay. It's kind of like Will and Grace. Like, you're just gay on paper. Like, who yeah. cares? Huh. Also with that, Thor Ragnarok is introducing a gay character. Uh, Korg, you know, the rock guy. He's gay? Yeah, because in the comics, in the Warbound, he was in a relationship with Hirom, who was another Warbound. Really? Yeah, so there's no there's no I remember uh, that. What in the comic? Yeah, I read the comic. I don't remember. Not not the Planet Hulk comic, but they had a like a warbound spin off. Oh, okay. I heard that. Where they were in a relationship. And so Korg is gonna be in the movie. He's made out of rocks. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> that's I'm like, I don't I don't I'm get like, it. Does he have a dick? Is a rock dick? <laughs> that's the same that's the same question I have about Ben Grimm. <laughs> I'm like, can Ben Grimm have sex? Can he pee? Like does he shit? Like I don't think so. I think that's the tragedy of his life, isn't it? That's I, I would hope so, because like he, I would hope he's not having sex with his girlfriend with a rock dick. Rock dick. <laughs> I'm going to give you this rock. <laughs> this rock hard, literally. <laughs> oh, Ben, do you have to do the puns every time? <laughs> yes, every time. 
But yeah, so Korg's going to be in the movie, but it says, it says we don't know whether the gay romance will be explored. So I was like, I don't care. Why is there an article about this thing? <laughs> but since there's an article about it, That's I'm going to report so it. so weird. <laughs> Hey baby, I'm rock hard. <laughs> but as soon as I saw the title, I was like, "Ooh, are they gonna release? Are they gonna introduce Hawkling in the movie?" And I was Korg, who might not get a romance. I'm like, "Who cares?" <laughs> Yo, I can't wait till they announce something about Hawkling. You like, you waiting everything? <laughs> oh God, Hawkling! <laughs> I would be so happy. I, I would have an orgasm. <laughs> anyway, uh, they finally got a director for Suicide Squad too. Oh God. Okay. Who's they didn't up? drop it. They should totally drop it. They should totally drop it. But Gavin O'Connor. So fuck the Fury guy. Uh, Fury. Yeah, who... God. I forgot his name. The guy who directed the first Suicide Squad. Who did the, the tank. Oh, movie. David Ayer? David Ayer. No, because he's doing the uh, Harley Quinn and... Uh, oh. Oh, no, no. He's doing Gotham City Sirens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything you list is worse than the last thing you listed. <laughs> but yeah, Gavin O'Connor, he did The Accountant, which uh, somebody said we want. they wanted us to review. Oh, that's right. With uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah. So that's the movie he's uh he's he's most known for the accountant. So yeah, Suicide Squad two, Gavin O'Connor. <laughs> so all right, I guess that's exciting. <laughs> also with with the DCEU, we have two front runners for Shazam. Oh, <laughs> John, John Cena. <laughs> he's one of the front runners, and then the other one is Joshua Saz from Gallivant, that ABC musical. Gallivant was so fun. Okay, that uh, that came out. This is him. Let me see, let me see. Yes, no, I'm I'm sorry, Galvin is cute. I only saw a couple episodes of Galvin, but I I I mean I liked it. I I was a fan. I want John Cena to be Shazam just for the Black Adam Shazam fight. (laughs) The Rock Rock versus versus John Cena definitely. (laughs) Should definitely be that that as like a pay per view. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Remix. Anyway, You can't uh, see me, Marvel. (laughs) Also, uh, in terms of Aquaman news, the film just wrapped, and one of the crew members at the right right after the wrap party was stabbed. Wait, huh? an Aquaman? Uh, yeah. At the after party? After after the wrap party, yeah. Why? He was stabbed. I, I don't know. He was coming. He was walking. The crime took place last week in Canada, as Aquaman <laughs> had been filming. Oh, no. uh, the victim was leaving up leaving a pub and chatting with some women after the party when he was confronted by another man. And he got stabbed. Stranger walked away from the crew at at first once the fight de-escalated. However, the man returned to pick a fight and the second man then approached the victim and stabbed him from behind. Uh, thankfully, it says he's still alive. He was taken to the hospital and his wounds weren't too severe. And uh, it says three people sustained minor injuries when they attempted to subdue the assailant. But the attacker fled the scene before the police could arrive. But a 22-year-old man has been since arrested for the assault. No reason why? It's like, no. That's for making Aquaman the DCEU. <laughs> that's probably just a, bunk, a drunken bar fight yeah, or whatever. That's what it sounds like. Because it said he was talking to women and then they had gotten got into a fight. They just combined it with the Aquaman thing to give headlines. Well, he was a crew member. Yeah, I know. But like, it's like, well, how can we attach this to Aquaman? <laughs> so, right, well, at least no one was hurt, really. Yeah, thankfully. Uh... Also with this, uh, Netflix is releasing its own anime. Okay, but side note though, better story if it was like getting Jason Momoa to do him. He stabbed him with his trident. <laughs> oh, that's a story. You'll float too. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Netflix is releasing its own anime. 
I said we're listening. Uh, we're releasing its own anime called Neo Yokio. No. Oh, right. Created by Ezra Koenig, who did Vampire Weekend or whatever. I don't Gene know. Smith anime. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> Kata, let me let me let me do the synopsis first. But Neo Yokio, a city in the iconic uh, anime Akira. Neo Yokio is a cultural oasis mix of uh, New York and Tokyo at the forefront. Blah blah blah, and. It tells the story of Kaz, Kaz Khan, who's voiced by Jaden Smith, wah, wah, yeah. uh, who's a demon slayer uh, with his aunt. He comes from a family of demon slayers with his aunt Agatha, voiced by Susan Sarandon. And the family wants him to, you know, do the family business of being a demon slayer, but he'd rather be shopping, playing field hockey, and having fun with his friends Lexi and Kolob. So... <sighs> Yeah, it looks like generic. It's very it looks very generic. Yeah, generic and the voice, anime even the voice with- acting looked is even though they got these big names, Jude Law, Susan Sarandon, it doesn't sound. It's people based in. on the trailer. The voice acting was May. The animation was May. The setting was May. It literally looks like Bleach and One Piece and Naruto combined all together into one character. Because he's the most wanted bachelor plus that he's a demon slayer. How the how decked is this character? With the pink hair. Why are you doing this? Like, if you're gonna do it, don't even call it anime then. Like, why is it called anime? Because it's made in anime style. But if you think about, yeah, it's made in anime style. But even if you think about, like, the Netflix animation, that- the original stuff that's out, like uh, Voltron, or even Castlevania, this doesn't look anywhere on exactly. qual- on par in terms of quality. Just because it's anime doesn't mean it's anime. This is not anime. I wouldn't <laughs> consider this as anime. It's I don't anime. know this. I don't know this. <laughs> it's a it's a wannabe anime. It's wannabe anime, but it's not anime. Yeah, it just looks and like I'm like I'm gonna watch it because you know Black Lead <laughs> in the cartoon. But I watch it too. It's yeah, just, to just to look at it and support. But I'm like, it looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty bad. I mean, we could it be even sounds bad. Yeah, I'll watch one episode. That's what I said. I'll watch one episode. We'll review That's one episode. Wait, this wasn't a movie? Is it a series? No, it's a series. It's a series. Oh, no. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we'll review one episode. It's like a four-episode series, right? Something short, like Castlevania. No, it's probably 12. Oh, no, God. I think it's probably... It doesn't say. I think it might be like six. <sighs> Shorter the better. Yeah, we'll, we'll review one episode, and then maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway... uh. X-Force has hired his writer and director. Uh, it's going to be Drew Goddard, who's uh, most well-known for doing uh, Cloverfield. Okay. But he's also a, a, he was also a writer on Buffy. That's where he got his start. So, uh, yeah, he's going to do X-Force. And, of course, Ryan Reynolds is going to be in it. You know, Deadpool. So is uh, Josh Brolin. It's uh, Cable. Really? Yeah. I think Zazie Beats is probably going to be in it as well. Huh. So this is like the Avengers of the Deadpool universe, basically. Yep, gotcha. pretty pretty gotcha. much. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. for that. So he's working on he's working on the script. Doesn't say what it's going to be about, but yeah, he's 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 officially hired. All right, make it. I mean, I like both of those things, Buffy and Cloverfield. So, fingers crossed. Final two bits of news: They finally cast Hawk and Dove in the Titans series. <gasps> really? I don't yes, know. it's so shit. exciting. Who gives a fuck about Hawk and Dove? <laughs> when I saw that news, I'm like. Why? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Smallville actor who played Aquaman, Alan Richson, he's he's cast as Hulk, and uh, they cast. You wanted him to be Shazam too. That's funny. 
Oh, they did? Yeah. That's like one of the big major fan casts. But uh, Minka Kelly, she's been cast. This is what she looks like. Yeah, they, they look like, you know, pretty accurate, mm. I guess. But yeah, Minka Kelly, she's been cast as Dove in okay. the Titan series. I know of them from Justice League Unlimited anime. Anime. Uh, cartoon. And that's that's about it. Does anybody have a deep-seated fandom for Hawk and Dove? I don't even, yeah, I don't even know who they, I don't know who they are. I don't know what they can do. Oh, you didn't I watch, I know uh, nothing about them. Justice League Unlimited? Yeah, I watched Justice League Unlimited, but I don't even remember them from that. Yeah, I think they're like in the first or second episode of that series where Hawk Girl teams up with them. I don't remember. Like they go to like a war of something in Vietnam, something, something. That's how memorable they were. Yeah. They're both just super strong. Or I think he's super strong and she's like, like fast. But we know her because she was. Uh, no, she was, she's a gymnastic. She's she was like, on. She was on Friday Night Lights. So that's what we know her from. Like she's like a gymnast. Hmm. But yeah, I don't even know what their powers are. I don't know what are they related? Or are they dating? Like I don't know anything about them. Like who cares? If anything, like there are better Titans characters that you can get. Like give me Static. <laughs> yeah, I mean these are, these are filling two slots in the Titans roster, right? Yeah. Is there anything left? Are they still gonna do like Beast Boy or anything? Or that, yeah, they haven't announced Beast Boy. Or well, I, I, I they're not gonna do Cyborg because now he's Justice League. Yeah, so Beast Boy is the only other one gonna be in it. Yeah, Beast Boy is the only one that they haven't That's done. And then they, I mean, they might not even do Beast Boy because of the budget. Like if you think about the fact that he's always green and then he changes into green animals. If these are the five Titans, that's a weak ass lineup. It's very weak. Talking <laughs> Dove, dude. No, <laughs> no. I'd rather Robin. Like <laughs> half the Bat Family, I'd rather. Well, I mean, they already got Nightwing. I don't care. I still rather Robin than Hawking Dove. <laughs> Like, uh. yeah, and their powers are linked too, so it's like, unless they're gonna be really ballsy and kills one off, <laughs> like um, now you're Warhawk because Dove is dead. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't. They're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm yeah. not excited by this. I don't know. I'm not excited at all. Jamie, you excited for Dove? I have no idea who they are. <laughs> exactly. So I, I can't even say anything. I'm like, oh, lame, cool. I'm like, I don't know what they are. Actually, sure. Let me, let me Google it. Like, what are what their like? What are their power I just told set? You, he's strong and. I, see, when I saw the TV show, Dove was a boy. So it was two boys. And I think they might have been brothers or friends or something. Were but they gays? The, <laughs> Were no, they couples? I'd rather have them That'd be, be more couples. interesting. Well, yeah. no, she's, she, it's a girl, according to this picture. No, but it's different. They've been different iterations of Hawk and Dove. Oh. So, like, there is a girl one, too. But I think she's just gymnastic. I don't even think they're, like, super strong or fast. I think that the Dove is just, like, about peacemaking. So she's just, like, athletic. If we're getting cloak and dagger, that's it says they're empowered by the lords of order and chaos. Whoa, they did not make that clear in the cartoon. We're getting cloak and dagger. It's like a combo of male and female. Do we still need this combo? To, I, I I get it. Cloak and dagger is gonna come and go. No one's even remember that this show existed. Is, they're gonna disappear too. It says Dove possesses an unknown ability, unknown, n- known as Danger Sense transformation. When in the presence of danger, what? Well, that's what. Spider Sense. What? When in the presence of danger, whether to herself or others, she calls out the word Dove and transforms into Dove. Sailor moves. Uh, ah! The tr- the transformation wears off a oh, short time yeah. after danger is passed. Wait. So you turn to Dove when there's a danger instead of fighting. Yes. And I'm trying to I'm trying to scroll down to see what she can actually do. That's it, man. I'm telling you, she's just a gymnast. Like <laughs> she can flip around like Nightwing, which is like uh, still like that's a uh, really like you're repeating yourselves there, guys. Like you already have a Nightwing. You need another Nightwing as a girl. Oh, uh, it says due to her connection with the Terra Taya. The what? I don't know. 
she can concentrate her radiance into a binding beam of light. So they give her beam. So abilities. she flash. She yeah. flashes. People. She's so she's like a bootleg Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says it says Hawk possesses Danger Sense transformation too, which gives him super uh, superhuman strength, unlimited stamina, stamina. Uh, enhanced Daddy. speed stamina I, I said stamina wait mm. was, uh, wait no stamina. whatever I, stamina. enhanced speed enhanced agility so he's basically he's Captain America <laughs> so Captain America a bootleg Captain America and a bootleg Green Lantern Hawk and Dove are you excited about Titans guys? <laughs> no <laughs> not at all and it's kind of disappointing so yeah so that's that's the end of the news <laughs> alright and on that disappointment but anyway that's been Blurred Vision for the week this has been Jordan with Michael. Jamie. And wow. And we will see you next week. Peace. Ciao.